3: Hold oh, still. Yeah
2: boys, great the do. voice sound like Bane? Let's look on that.
0: Look, it. I'll out, just let it be awkward.
2: Hey, this is PJ Souls, and you are totally listening to the Bad Boys podcast. Keep listening, or you know who might come after you.
1: The Baba Yaga, the Boogeyman. Episode four five eight. You know who she's talking about, Harley? Let me just quiz you real quick.
2: No, she she's uh she's from one of the one of the like um is it, it's not Halloween, isn't it uh uh the other one? Which one? Uh, uh Friday the thirteenth.
1: I thought you were gonna say Friday the Nightmare on Elm
2: on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, well, you're actually right. The first time. Oh, okay. Well, it's I'm from kidding. Halloween. Okay, it's from Halloween. She actually makes a cameo in Devil's Rejects,
2: which we did Oh, interesting. Songs.
1: Remember the mom with the little kid and Captain Spaulding's trying to steal her car.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah,
1: and he's stealing at the kid. Don't you find clowns funny? <laughs> Don't you find me fucking funny? That mom, her—that's PJ Souls. All right, all right.
2: So, well, yeah. There you go. So cool.
1: shout out to PJ Souls for hooking that up. That's really cool. I love it when they when they uh, are nice enough to do that for us. You know. And oh, the, that's very cool.
2: And you, you guys have, you guys, you've had a couple now over the years.
1: Yeah, let's see. We've got Tommy Wiseau, which was a really highlight for us. Like, I mean, that was just, yeah. uh, he was just a character. <laughs> um, and then uh, Tom Atkins.
2: Yeah, that's a, kind of like, yeah. Harvey
1: Stevens, AKA Damien. We've got, we've gotten the double himself, you know, hooking us up. So, we've got well, uh,
2: you got, um, Shang Tsung. I think the first one was Vernon Wells, right? Vernon Wells is absolutely yes, the very first yeah.
1: one. At Comic Con. Oh, Gosh, what year was that, Tony?
2: Dude, that was a long time ago. That was a, yeah.
1: Two years. no, <laughs> way longer than that. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Like we had spent time with him talking. Oh to my him, god. And we were just like, Hey, do you mind? And he's like, nah. And then, it, and then dude just the way he did it, too, just killed it, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, go to awesome. Vernon Wells' IMDb. No, we've talked about this, remember? He's fucking busy-ass man. Remember?
2: Holy we talked sh- about sh- this. Dude, he must have 20 <laughs> movies in post-production.
1: He does a lot of voice work, too, and then for video games, too.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. And then his... I'm yeah, look at that. He's just, he, like, you know. it's like, straight to DVD shit, I guess. Yeah.
1: Well, there's a short from 2016 called Dead Man's Party, and it says that he plays Vernon. <laughs> oh, there
2: you go.
1: A group of friends throw a zombie-themed Halloween party only to have the real thing show up. That sounds pretty cool.
2: Caesar and Otto's Paranormal Halloween. We could make a game out of his IMDb. Yeah. Like, hey. is this the name of a real movie he started?
1: Yeah, is this a real movie in or not? The <laughs> okay.
2: Education of a Vampire. Yeah, there you go. Someone's knocking at the door. Ten thousand, a hundred thousand zombie heads. Let's
1: let's let's cruise. Let's let's uh, quiz Tony real quick. All right, Tony, Eason's Eason's gold. What is that? The, is that a movie he's working on, or a fake movie?
0: I don't fucking know. You want me to look it up, or no, am no, I you're supposed gambling.
1: to Me and you are gambling. Yes. Okay. Eason's gold, Tony. No. True or false? False. No? I'm gonna.
2: False. I'm gonna say it is.
1: It is a movie.
2: Yeah, of course, because you read it. So yeah. now come up with something that isn't. I'm, you know, you gotta come up. You gotta come up with something. Yeah, exactly. We gotta say yeah, like Island of yeah. Stars. Island of Stars. I'm gonna say that is not a movie, Vernon or a video. That is not on Vernon Wells' IMDb. Tony.
0: Yeah, I agree with Harley. Whatever Harley yeah. says.
2: Island in the Stars. I the movie he's working on. Oh fuck.
1: No, but shout out to yeah, Australian actor. I know replay doesn't like him. Too, yeah, so he <sighs> yeah, he's he's the very first. He's 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 Bad Boy Podcast Hall of Fame. First ballot. You know what I mean? So we should see more movies For with sure. that guy in there, though. You know what I mean? So um but yeah, episode four hundred and fifty eight of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. All was it, all work and no play? <laughs> Makes Mike Lowry a dull boy. There you go. Joining me as always.
2: Harley, aka Marcus Burnett.
0: And I'm Tony, aka M C P.
2: And
1: over there? Yeah, over there. Why don't you sure, over really? there anymore,
2: Tony?
0: Yeah. How many here.
1: uh monitors were you fucking with tonight, Tony?
0: Three.
1: Three? And Harley, would you please let us know when you get electrocuted by your headphones? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I wish we had a button with it. We could just shock him when he uh, gets out of hand. or he keeps talking, (laughs) just zap him. Uh, But yeah, four fifty-eight guys, four fifty-eight. We're 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 halfway home to the five hundred mark. Can you believe that?
2: Dude, insane.
1: It is insane. I
2: can, but at the same time, I can't. Right. Like, how did we keep this train of?
1: I don't know dedication, blood, sweat, and tears. And beers and whiskey, and some hot dogs, some ice cream, some viscosity. (laughs) We had to beat some demons on the way. What else, Tony? We've beat a whole
2: lot of demons over the years.
1: (laughs) Yeah, some some divorces. What? No. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, been through a lot, and we're still kicking it. You know, Um, we're here for y'all. It's more like therapy for Harley. Is what it is. He needs to sit down, talk to us, let it all out, let us know his feelings. And we're we're here for him. Or else he'd be a he'd be a wreck.
2: I have I have gone through a couple significant a few sig- significant others during this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but look at you, you're stronger man for you're better. Look at you,
2: dude. I'm ha- I'm fucking happiest I've ever been for sure. Yeah,
1: there you go. Boom. And what were you saying, Tony? About uh, they serve veggies instead of rice what's this uh oh it
2: on that? seems
0: like everybody we talked to like
2: uh, Chris, you want... oh way to interrupt the podcast oh, yeah. i was like
0: i didn't click anything i swear
2: i know I was like tony you playing sounders again <laughs> speaking of some demons i'm gonna have to be some demons right now <laughs> all right you need to keep it down down there i'm recording the, the recording light is on <laughs>
1: Summer break, y'all. Summer break. Respect alright?
2: Don't go to bed early. Oh, oh, here she comes. Uh oh. She's doing some weird dance. I don't know. Is this. What, what are you doing? You Hold gotta start
1: singing Old Town Road. Alright, she's she's gonna
2: start recording for me. Uh oh. Are you gonna talk Hi. to her? Hello. Hi. Hey. What's what? Lee don't speak English all of a sudden? I just want. You just watched what?
4: Paris videos.
2: Paris, Paris videos. Yeah. What about what? What are you guys gonna what?
4: Food. A food. <laughs>
1: food. What would you think of The Shining?
2: Why would you watch videos on
1: Paris? Oh,
4: I never watched The Shining.
1: Your dad didn't let you see it.
4: No, I wanted to though. Why
2: didn't Why didn't he let you? What watch The Shining?
4: Yeah, Dad. Yeah. Why? Why?
2: Why
4: what? Why? Why couldn't now, I watch The Shining? Because it's
2: too scary. But you did watch I Am Mother. And what would you give that's
4: that? Boring. Oh. Like
2: one. <laughs> a One. Do <laughs> you Boy give it a dollar or a waste of the time? Or you need to go brush your teeth better. Your teeth are all yellow. Mmm. Mm.
4: Yours are too. Yeah, well, that's
2: because I drink coffee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and this would have been perfect for Father's Day. Yesterday, the last episode.
2: Sorry for that, oh. everybody.
1: Oh, you were saying. <laughs>
2: What were we talking about? What were we talking
1: about? We are talking about 458.
2: 458?
1: Yeah. We were talking about how you didn't let her see The Shining.
2: Yeah, why would I let her see The Shining?
1: I don't know, because you've let her see other rated R movies before.
2: Yeah, but not The Shining.
1: All right. Take it easy.
2: I mean, to be honest with you, it wasn't that bad.
1: We'll see.
2: I mean, it's, it's... we'll get to that.
1: You're, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, 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 way, yeah. way ahead of yourself. Yeah,
2: like I, of I, I, feel like I agree with
1: you. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like you do? <laughs> you're not sure? <laughs> All right. Wow! Now we're making pot noises. Huh? Now we're doing
2: dishes. Really? What the fuck?
1: Is your like recording studio right next to the kitchen?
2: Uh oh! I think I pissed oh, her see. off.
1: Yeah, we were talking about how you, you have mar- marital, marital bliss now. You don't know <laughs> That's what it was. He, he, something about you've never been happier? Never. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, That's what it was. There you go. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So what's going on? What's going on, Phyllis?
2: Just another day in L.A.? L.A.? Far from LA, homie. Well no shit. Thank God. Oh Yeah, just hanging out. What's up
1: with y'all? I do have an extra night I remembered.
2: Oh shit. What you got? Child's play. Oh, that's right, that's right. I saw that on the the podcast. Yeah,
1: on the messenger. Uh huh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um yeah, my buddy It's kinda hit me up earlier in the week. He was like, Hey, my buddy Matt wants to buy the tickets for child's play. Hey, you want to go? I'm like, time. He's like, 9.45. I'm like, I get off at 9. He's like, yeah, you'll make it. I'm like, fuck. Alright. You know, if you want to give me a ticket, let's go. So we get a ticket and uh, go to the one in the mall, recliner seats. So, you know, it's reserved. So no really rush to get there. My god, man, they showed fucking seven trailers, dude. Good god. What the fucking movie? And I told him, I go, dude, I could have walked in at 10 p.m. and we still wouldn't have started. Because Rico does this weird thing too. We're like, oh, I'm such and such and Here's my little short film. Like, who gives a shit? Like, nobody <laughs> time for that. It's already I'm like, I'm like, it's fucking 10 p.m. at night. You know, look at the movie's not too long. But uh, you got a six point five on IMDb.
5: It's
1: rated R. An hour and thirty minutes. And mother gives her thirteen year old son a toy doll for his birthday, unaware of its more sinister nature. Now, the big controversy about this is Dumb and seeing The guy that created the characters has nothing to do with this at all. And he's mm-hmm. been he 's been letting his feelings know about it on on Twitter he's been letting them know cuz the reason is because on sci-fi he has his own series coming out with the characters from the previous movie you know so the, the actual Charles Lee Ray Chucky the post of the new one so he's like well, so there's like two universes now right you got the new one which is funny because when the movie started had an Orion logo. When's the last time you saw the Orion logo in a movie? Hmm. Like United Artists. So I was like holy shit. Hmm. So, they, so I feel like they own the rights to the first one. So they're like, fuck that. We can do whatever the fuck we want, you know. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, but I created them. So it's like, it's, so it's it's kind of nasty. So you know, you got that going on for it. I mean, they named it Charles Play the doll is a buddy doll, sort of a good guy doll.
2: So and he doesn't play. own the rights anymore, or they. Well, do
1: just do me a favor. Look, look look that shit up while I'm reviewing it. So I'm just curious. Like if you look up Don Mancini, because when you when I go nine to B, it says based on characters created by. So I on the, it says that he created. You know he's writer producer known for Tina Chucky, Child's Play and Bright of Chucky. So like I'm pretty sure he yeah see. So there's a like I said Charles based on the characters created by. That's that must be that sci-fi show. Yeah. Yeah, see? And it's the post even looks like the original Chucky, the one we all known to love, right? So So in this one it's all technology based, right? This guy, this new doll in the twentieth century, he can control your thermostat, right? Like you download the app on your phone and it's like of buddy can do this, but he can do that. He can change your the thermostat, he can uh you know, change the uh the dim the lights, all you know, control all that good stuff, right? So they want to go that modern route. Um, the thing is, they use the doll for for to for them to do that, right? You still have the huge big box like they did in like the old movie, like in the eighties, but it, but it just has this weird feel because the doll, the Chucky doll, like first off, it just looks, it just looks ugly looking. I'm sorry, I just don't like the, I don't like the look of it, for one. And it's like, um, why would they choose a doll to control these kind of devices, right? It doesn't even look anything like technology based. Like it just doesn't seem like it would work. And like, and who would like. Like, I couldn't give that doll to crew like you know, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it doesn't look like a toy that kids would want. I mean, people, they, kids don't want phones, they just want phones. So I think that's why they tied it into the apps and all this cool things like that, the technology based on it, but it just doesn't work. And the way it becomes evil, it's in the very beginning. I kind of want to tell you because it, it really doesn't spoil anything, but unless you guys don't want to, I won't say it. Um, but it was just like, really? That's it? That's how it becomes evil? I'm like, lame? I was like, I don't know. I just didn't feel that.
2: Well, I don't, I don't understand, because the original Chucky, he was evil because the, the, what's his name, the character who possesses the Chucky is a serial killer,
1: isn't he? Mr. Martin, you're absolutely correct. That's right. Yeah. So, well, in the very beginning, eating, you, see the, right? you see the detective chasing after Charles E. Ray, and they're yeah. having a shootout, right, and he escapes, and Toy Story, but he's getting shot up. He's about to die. So he does he you know does some voodoo voodoo fucking magic mind <laughs> on, you know he's there's he's like looking around that the only thing's around is a good guy doll so he puts his hand on his chest starts doing yeah. his fucking chant and he sends his soul to the to the doll right and instead of turning a, a new leaf and starting all over he's like no I'm still fucking Charles Lee Ray I'm i ba- I'm a motherfucking killer so in that sense you understand why he you know just he kills he's just an evil person yeah but in this one you just like change the programming on him and it's just like you know. Like, oh, I'll just remove this thing, this thing, and that thing, and now he's evil. It's like, what?
2: So, so it was. So, he, uh, Chucky isn't based on a person that's possessing him. It's the evil AI. Oh, that's the, that's the huge difference. Yeah, that is a huge difference. Yeah,
0: I'm
1: out. See, you already yeah. out. And see, see, can I can I just tell you how it became in the beginning? It's like in the first five ten minutes.
0: I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah, just um, hearing yeah. that, I I'm like, yeah, spoiler, yeah. fuck it.
1: Spoiler shit out of it. Okay. So, you know, they're like in, like, India or something, right? Huge factory. They're making them all, building them right. And this one guy this one guy is, like, dozing off. And his boss comes in and starts yelling at him, right? It's all subtitles, He's yelling at him, why are you so lazy, yada, yada? I'm going to throw you back in the streets. Fuck out of here, yada, yada. He's like, get back to work. You know, once you're done with your work, you, you can get out of here. You know, you're done or whatever, you're fired. It's so, like, why would he keep working then? Just fucking send him home then, you know? He wants him to finish making it. So he just goes, oh, I'll show you. I'll remove this safety thing from the, the the doll. I'll remove this and that and this and that. Like, he removes, like, three settings from it. So I'm thinking to myself, if you plug them back in, couldn't you just turn those back on? Or You know what I mean? Like, reset them? Yeah. yeah him do a hard reset on the back with a paper clip, and, and he's back to normal. Like,
5: it wouldn't be that hard to
1: stop this one, right? So when that – I was like, some random co- worker who was homeless before, apparently – He's the one that created Chucky, uh, to be bad. And even when he gets his name Chucky, he's like, I'm, "My name is Chucky." There's no like cool, clever way to like that he got that name. That's that's annoying. Get it? And, yeah, it seems like yeah, just really bad. lazy. You know, like Mark Hamill was the voice, and it's like he was okay. I mean, we all heard him as a Joker, which he does amazing work. You know, is it? but it's like it's, a, it's like a little twist of that with a mix of little Brad Dourif. And come on, when you guys see Chucky, you automatically hear Brad Dourif's voice, right? Even yeah, of, course. of it. You just recognize that voice in that laugh, right? It's hard, and it's hard, right? It's like the New Nightmare on Elm Street was fucked, too. Like, come on. You're going to be a new Freddie when we've had Robert England forever. You, you know, you, you're kind of fucked. With Jason and Michael Myers, they're wearing a mask. You know, could be anybody.
2: Yeah, that's, um, that's, a, that's easy.
1: Yeah. So with this one, it was like that. You know, Aubrey Plaza was the mom. You know, she's super young. And, like, you know, she's... Oh. She has that dry humor, you know, who works in some parts, but it's like when they're when they're together, her and the kid. The kid was really good, played Andy, but, um, and then Brian Tyree Henry, uh, de- who's Detective Mike in this movie, who's actually, who's a cop in Spider Man, uh, Into the Spider Verse. She's playing a cop again, which is kind of funny. Um, you know, he was, he was just, you know, he's okay. And he just reminds me of, uh, from Atlanta, Paperboy. He, he's always seen him as Paperboy. Can't not see him as Paperboy, which is funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, she just looked really young to play his mom, right? And she's got this boyfriend who's just like, uh, was a dick. So he's like, okay, obviously he's gonna be the first victim, right? And it just follows the same. I, I just didn't, you know, I was dozing off too, just to be honest. Like, I didn't, I didn't really, when I woke up, I was like, I didn't miss much, you know? It's the same mm-hmm. formulaic shit. Like, I just, and I, and and to be fair, I went in with an open mind too. I'm like, you know what? I'll give it a fair shot, you know? I, um, like I liked Child's Play, but, you know? It's not one of my favorite horror series, but I enjoy watching them, you know? Um, and um, like I guess I got that Chucky doll signed by a lot of the cast members. I still wait. I still need Brad Dourif. Like I need the fucking voice of the original Chucky. I need to meet him. That's like fuck the list. Um, but for this one, it's like, dude, it's fucking Mark Hamill now. Yeah, good luck getting these new Chucky doll signed by him, right? <laughs> um, but it just, it just, like I said, I went in with open mind, I wanted to give it a shot, fair shot. And in the very beginning, when that happened, how he became, I'm like, that's be a heart sell, man. Like I'm already kind of like shaking my head, like, uh, really, like. All right, here we go. You know, the, the moments of him like teaching him, like to, like he's learning AI is almost like a little Terminator, <laughs> which was kind of fun in a way, weird way, you know, because he's like learning, adapting things, and he can do stuff. But in that little way, they could, it just could have, it could have gone better. Like, I think it has that stigma of like, it has to be named Chucky. It has to look like a good, good guy, good guy doll. I, was, like, I don't think they had to. They could have drastically really changed it up. But since they own the rights, they have the name of it. Let's just keep it that. And hopefully, you know, like, look, look it did really well you know these other horror remakes it's like it's it's not always gonna work right so some people I've seen really enjoy it and some people don't so I'm in the part where it's just like I didn't you know it, for me it was a waste of time unfortunately that would be a waste of time so, hashtag not my
0: not my cookie. <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe for like the kids, like they're watching it now. Like even like when the movie ended, like t- t- people were like really quiet. Like uh, like you know, usually in a horror movie, a-, a real big bang ending, people are like, yeah, clapping, and cheering. Like, that was awesome. This was kind of, I don't know if people really knew, but I did see like a lot of teens, you know, like on dates and stuff. So maybe for them, it's like, oh yeah, I heard there was an old movie, or yeah, Chucky, but this is a new Chucky. So maybe it'll make them go back and watch the old one. I don't know, but um, you know. Dolls are scary, just like clowns. So,
2: yeah, I remember seeing the first one when I was a kid, like Mazzy's age, It'll and it's, it's it's stuck with it's stuck with me for sure.
1: Yeah, like Amy's my Amy's younger brother. He had seen it. I remember I was watching it one day when he came over. and He's like, "Oh no, are you watching Chucky?" He's like, "No, no, no, I can't." Like he still was kind of like it still had that stigma from his younger. And eventually, like he just was like, "You don't want to fucking watch it." He watched it and he was fine now. He's like, "That's all I was afraid of." But you know you. You think completely different as a kid. Your mindset is, you know, your shit's terrifying. So, but yeah, but I, but you know what? This this toy went against another toy. If you hardly wants to let us know how how the box office did this weekend. Okay. Five, four, three, two, eight. one.
2: Disney, Disney, Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Disney is number one, number three, number five, number eight, number 12. I mean, come on. Like,
1: you're not even joking. Like, I mean, a little bit, but. Oh, no. No, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Now, see, if you would have played that during Chucky.
0: It's too real.
1: That's the Disney one. Pixar doesn't have one, right? It's just this. You know what Pixar is? It's stomping on all the competition. That damn lamp.
0: The lamp. Yep.
1: Every movie that comes out, Pixar Lamp's like, nope, watch this. Boom, 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 boom. Is there an R rated version of the Pixar Lamp?
0: What the fuck? Like with blood and shit? Yeah. I think so.
1: Is there?
2: Yeah, it's
0: got to be.
1: All right. Harley, let us know what happened.
2: Avengers, number 13, made $1.8 million. So I don't know if that, that, that tops it or not, but it's, yeah, I don't know. Um. Uh, number five: Secret Life of Pets. Um, number four: Men in Black. Uh, nothing to talk home about. Oh, Men in Black is going to be a flop because it costs one hundred and ten million dollars to make, and they've only made fifty-two million domestically, so it's not going to make any money.
1: Yeah, my neighbor uh, saw it when I was coming home from work. She had uh, her and her daughter went to go see it. What do you think? like, it
2: was.
1: It was fine. It was okay. I hear a lot
2: I hear that a lot. It's fine. Like, that's not a great right rating for a movie. You
1: can say it's not good. (laughs) Yeah. But like y'all fork over fucking forty
2: dollars. Yeah, exactly. You just go go like like, you you, you better be entertained. (laughs) Are you not entertained? So Aladdin was last week's number three and this week's number three. It made twelve point two million dollars, which isn't shit. But it's made two eighty seven. Um, so far, on a hundred eighty-three million-dollar budget, so continue to watch live-action versions or semi-live-action versions of Disney movies. Child's Play was, in fact, number two at fourteen million dollars on a ten million-dollar budget. So it's already,
1: made, it's already- so
2: <laughs> it made money, and it does have a sixty percent on Rotten Tomato. Yeah.
1: So but dude, Aladdin made twelve point two.
2: Yeah. So it's a big drop-off. 20, well, it, percentage-wise, it's not a big drop-off. But everybody that was going to go see Aladdin went to see Toy Story 4, which made $118 million. So um, Disney awesome. and Pixar's Toy Story 4 topped the weekend box office and did so with the franchise's largest opening weekend yet. But even it seems to have been bitten by the summer sequel slump, as it too delivered well below studio and industry expectations. On top of that, UA's releasing Child's Play finished in second place while also missing forecasted pre-weekend expectations. While all Lions I want to know,
1: all I want to know is 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 Shaft still in the top ten?
2: Mm, I do know. Son of a bitch! Mm, it, it is, is bit. number okay. ten. Shaft. Hell yeah!
1: He'll stay hanging in there. <laughs> Tony, you're a big Pixar fan. You didn't go see Toy Story 4? No. You're waiting for the crowd to die down, or are you just no interest?
0: I it doesn't seem like it's worth watching in a theater.
2: Wow. It, only, it only has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, Tony's only got a
0: 98%. Honestly, I just haven't felt like going to the movies. Like It just doesn't appeal to me. Going to the movies, I'd rather wait for things to come, come home.
1: Damn. What yeah. would what would get your ass in the theater?
0: I don't know. There's Not much. There, huh? Not much. Like John Wick almost got me out there, but I was like, "Eh, Damn. I'd rather wait."
1: What if you can work out while watching a movie?
0: And at the theater?
1: Yeah. yeah that the
0: sounds theater. like a terrible idea.
1: <laughs> you would like be listening
0: to, to everybody like panting and sweating and like grunting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is it that loud?
0: I'm just saying, if you're in a theater with a bunch of people working out at the same time,
1: that's just turned up loud, like an R-G-M, that It's turned up loud; you can't hear anybody. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, but in a movie, it's not always loud. Like, there's yeah. quiet parts, and you know.
1: Yeah, that's true. Wow, we can't even get Tony to go in the theater for a Pixar movie, Harley. What the fuck's going on?
0: Mm. It's crazy. Getting too old for this shit.
1: I guess so. Dang.
2: Says the guy here. collecting Pokemon.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nothing comes out
2: next Friday. All right. And then we're into oh wait, July second, Spider Man.
1: Oh, there you go. What about that Which one, that's, Tony?
2: that's that's Disney, right? What about Spidey, Tony?
0: Yeah, that I might I might might head out for that. Oh shit! There you
1: go.
2: But a movie called "Crawl" about a fucking alligator? Hell yeah, <laughs>
1: that shit looks badass, dude! Oh,
2: the Lion King comes out July nineteenth. Well, what about that
1: one, Tony? mm no,
2: Dang. Mm. Somehow, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood already has a ninety-two percent.
1: What about that, one, Tony?
2: That <laughs> hasn't come out. New the New July Tarantino,
1: point. Tony. Did that get your ass in the theater? No,
2: damn. I'm with Tony. I, I, I don't. I'm not in a hurry to go to the movie theater. I'd much try to just watch the shit at home. Okay. They have to
1: be hurting, right? Theaters got to be hurting. Yeah.
2: They are. They yeah, are. they are. This year, they're hurting. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. their numbers are down.
1: I mean, I, like to, I love to take the kids to Toy Story 4, but I don't want to spend fucking $5,000. Oh, yeah, the
2: that's 3. the thing. It's, that's how much is that going to cost you? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to go to the movies to support certain filmmakers.
1: Yeah, you're gonna see every camera moving in the theater, right?
2: Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna see most I'm Ridley, Tarantino.
1: Scott. I'm seeing Tarantino, no question. I'm always there, opening weekend.
2: All two hours and thirty nine minutes and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't give a
1: fuck. You it's got see.
2: a it's got a nine point six on IMDb.
1: Shit even <laughs> out, yo. It's fucking good. <laughs> it's, got it six, really? it's got
2: six. It's got sixty two hundred votes. So,
1: so every I mean look at that cast, dude. So what? What do you mean so what? You said we you got, you you, said you go movie. to the movies to so you' of a director, but you don't do the same for a cast? Uh you're not all, dude, look at Pacino's in it. You're not at all curious to hear Pacino speed on you know
2: dialogue. That she's got a great ass.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Dude, Damian Lewis plays Steve uh, McQueen.
2: That's crazy.
1: There's some girl named... Play, she's playing Pussycat. Let I me mean, come
2: My on. boy Timothy Oliphant's in it. Oh, your boy Timothy Oliphant's in the Tarantino movie, bro. Come on. I know. Oh, Emil Hirsch is back from the dead. That kid. Yeah,
1: see? He's in it, too. Look at that shit, that, man. Who knew? Come on. Remember yeah. It says, like, you're fucking Rick
2: fucking Dalton. Don't you forget it. I might check it out. You never know. You might check it out. this fine.
1: Nine point six. That shit is wild, though. Fuck it. What the fuck? We've seen it. Yeah, two hours thirty nine minutes. Piece of cake. Easy. I'm all over that shit. Oh,
2: well, when I watched, um, uh, what was the last Scorsese flick with, uh, uh, um, what's his name? That fucking movie was three hours long, and what I saw you? it in the theater. The fucking uh, the
1: Scorsese Wolf of Wall
2: Street. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. That was three hours long, and I had no problems with it.
1: Exactly. See, Well, that's you though. You know. Yeah,
2: I but long I, yeah, cause I like a lot of long-ass movies. <laughs> I know. Speaking of long-ass movies. How about a trivia
1: question? Like, when's the last time Tony went to the theater? Who knows that one? I don't. See? I don't bonus know. Bonus points. Bonus points, y'all. If y'all know when that... What, what oh, we're going to
2: talk about bonus points. Oh, Just wait. Oh, Just we are, wait huh? we get to oh, them motherfucker. Oh, snap.
1: You know? Hint, hint. All right. Well, you got a friend in me. Just let y'all know. <laughs> All right. But yeah, we'll talk about that later, you know?
2: Now, Alfonso, are you against going to the movies to see family movies without the kids?
1: I wouldn't like what I w- like if I were to go see Toy Story four without him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Would you? Would yeah, you be I, willing? I,
1: I could not do that. No.
2: Yeah, you yeah. feel you feel like you would betray the kids. Yeah. See, I got I saw, no problems with that. I'm I like, I fuck Avengers, them.
1: Avengers, no problem. Like, yeah. Toy Story four, no. That's just no. It's too family. All, yeah, I forgot to mention. I took everyone to see Charles play though at night.
2: Oh, good man. Good man.
1: Yeah, they hated it too. Mm-hmm. I said, they said, Fuck this movie. I was like, Whoa, it's watch your original Tom Mancini. Yeah. Mancini's this this ain't well. yeah, they, Charles Lee Ray. That's <laughs> so all like, they already knew. Yeah, this exactly they said, Man, this ain't Tom Mancini. Fuck this. I was like, Y'all know too much about movies, y'all need to relax. <laughs> all right, so one day when I retire from this chair they can take over.
2: Episode five thousand.
1: <laughs> It'll be like I have a mother. <laughs> Oh man, here we go. So are we are we ready? Are we ready to kick it kick in the high gear? Tony, hit the playlist. What you got? Hit play. Move right along.
0: Ah damn it, it's on mute.
1: Oh
3: boy. This fucking guy.
0: I I
1: said hit play on not on Pornhub, but on your uh, music playlist.
0: Did you, did you watch the video I sent you?
1: Whoa. What video?
0: The one I just sent about Pixar. Oh. That's what I just played.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Is it like a rated R version of Toy Story?
1: Oh, that's what it is. Okay, let's see.
2: I'm watching it right now.
1: Dude, my dreams come true. No fucking way.
2: <laughs> oh. Oh.
1: That's great. That was awesome. That's all I need to see.
2: Oh, <laughs> pee, vomits. Yep. I like
1: it. Yeah. That was great. That's exactly that's exactly what I said. Yes. Thank you. Yep. That's what Disney be doing to the competition right there. Oh that's, shit. That's pretty much what I was getting at. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. Cool. Who got the homework
2: this week?
0: The guy had the I homework. I
2: think Tony picked it, right? Yeah. Morning I picked did. it.
0: Yeah. It came out on Netflix and it's got robots in it. I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm down. Let's do You're it. All right. Yeah, I Am Mother Um, a teenage girl is raised underground by a kindly robot named Mother designed to repopulate the Earth following the extinction of mankind but their unique bond is threatened when an inexplicable stranger arrives with alarming news so IMDB
1: on the bottom says I Am Mother director the next Christopher Nolan
2: question mark oh yeah
0: not with that name
2: yeah, no Man. shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, buddy. Christopher
2: Nolan.
1: Now, this like straight to Netflix movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because it's. High oh, yeah, no, production it's, it's value. Netflix, like, it looked Netflix, great. Yeah, going to say. Netflix got some fucking scratch to throw around, huh? Right. Yeah, Tony, what'd you think of the movie?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, I you guys were talking about production value and the first thing that, that came to mind was um when the mother robot was like running around like, right. sprinting and it's like thunk 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 and it's like moving and it looks like it's actually sprint it looks like it has weight to it it's like yeah that, that looks cool yeah I,
1: you, I was looking at him like is this a real robot is this DG right, right. like you know I it's it looks fantastic I'm sitting there going are these auto auto erotica robots <laughs> I can not tell because it looked amazing, the design of it and uh, just the little intricate little devices they put it with like lights and different—it just looked really cool. And mm-hmm. then when she, when it was holding the baby, something about that like flesh on like robot skin, you know, it just looks it's very surreal. Hmm. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, sorry. You yeah,
0: no, and it, and it starts off um, giving you a little bit of the story, and I remember. Um, we like with, within seconds we were pausing the movie and going wait a minute how many days just passed 30,000 30 some odd thousand days how many years is that how old does this child look like we were like what's going on like within the first you know two, two minutes so with needless to say there was a lot of uh, that going on <laughs> while while watching the movie um and uh and yeah it starts off with you know the embryo and growing the baby you know, raising the kid, um, and it brings into, uh, it brings into question the idea of, you know, um, uh, nature versus nurture type thing, you know, because that's what the, the, the robot is raising a kid, you know, and Good it's, point. Good point. Yeah. um, so, and it's, and it's being a, a mother, they call each other mother and daughter, uh, which is interesting, you know, that, that was different, um, but they seem to have that, Connection that mother daughter child connection and uh, and it's just just like homeschooled raising a kid Um, you know has tests here you know doing the 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 one scene where wow we see
2: see there's a there's a major plot reason why the girl is being tested
0: well I mean and but that's yes there is and, and yes you're right there is a a reason for the tests beyond just testing the child testing the development of the child you know like you normally do like every every child goes through that there's you know you have you there's education and then testing the education that they went through make sure that they are learning what you're teaching you know that's that's a normal part of growing up sure. um you're right there is uh, other motives or other yes. uses um but um but that comes later but like I was, I guess the, the 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 chemistry between this robot and the 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 daughter, the human, felt good. Like it it felt like it could happen. Like, you know, it, it's hard to say that it looked natural because nobody has ever seen that shit. Okay. But it, 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 I bought it. You know, it, it didn't, um, it didn't, it didn't pull me out of the movie going, yeah, there's no way type thing. Um, the uh,
2: the bro, scene did the, the voice of Mother, and she did a very good job. Yeah. yeah. Did, you know, the, it can be tough if you're just doing voice work and it's not an animated film, so that not everybody's just doing voice work, and so she is having to voice act against this Clara Regard, which is a brand new actress. Uh, yeah,
1: good point. so you think she's just in the sound booth? Like just oh yeah, without a doubt. She's, for
2: her, huh? yeah. yeah, I mean, she probably is she might even see some unfinished, some you know, some of the yeah, principal photography work yeah. so she can get kind of an idea. But um, the director or whoever was, you know, recording or it's just the talent of Rose. Um, but like Tony was saying, that that chemistry works between hey guys, mother and from- uh, Shut up. I was trying to
0: between, look up, see if I can find um, any behind the scenes of recording. Oh, uh, but uh,
2: It works because they are... The the movie is is because it's it's a smaller independent film. It's largely, um, ninety percent of the film takes place in you know a very indoor space. It kind of reminded me of Moon, mm-hmm. yeah. where
1: the one setting, yeah,
2: yeah, the one setting, and it's kind of one actress. If you look at IMDb, it's you know Hillary mm-hmm. Swank is in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, it's basically this Clara uh, playing daughter. And, and the mother, and it is, it's compelling. Like, it yeah. works, like mm-hmm. Tony's saying. So yeah, keep going.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, I was going to bring up the one scene kind of in the beginning that, that really was was a scene we had to pause and, and talk about, um, that chemistry that it worked, um, it was she put her to bed and there's like a, um, a bunch of bunk beds, like in a big a, a room full of bunk beds, meant obviously meant for all the other um, embryos that you know once they're going to repopulate the, the earth. That's what they, yeah, all the all the children. But she's by herself, and she turns on the light as as mother the mother robot's walking away, and so she drags her into her room. I was like, that's a very that's a very common thing, right? That's like that's that happens with as kids grow up, and it's a the way they did it worked and it just, I think that's what really, um, sold it for me it was in that one scene. Cause it's yeah. a, it, it mimicked, you know, the, the, the normal mother, daughter relationship. relationship stuff. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. yeah. Especially when they're in a
2: vacuum, there's nobody else. There's no father, right. There's no brothers, there's no neighbors. She literally just grows up in this vacuum. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um,
0: it, yeah, but that the, vacuum gets broken. I mean, that's that's part of the synopsis. Is yeah, somebody um, comes in, and uh, the way they did that, it felt that it, it worked. Like um, it showed, like they kept revealing the um, the little psychological breaks in uh, the daughter. Because she was grown up in this completely secure environment, has full trust in mother, and then this strangers coming in and slowly chipping away at her security and her trust, and giving her reasons to question her own mother, which is a natural thing. Like it was really cool to to, to see that. You know, uh, I, I guess in a, in a real family, there's a, her best friend is now you know chipping away and, and pulling her away from her family. Type thing, um, and it, it felt like it paralleled a lot of the um, family dynamics, just with a little more at stake. I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, th- this is one of those movies where you really don't want to spoil it.
4: Yes,
0: um, it's it's hard to talk uh, yeah, too much.
2: Yeah, it, you know, you it has a little bit of the uh, Last Man on Earth thing. Where, because the world is so small, and we literally just have a robot mother and a human daughter, and we don't, we see the movie from the daughter's perspective, and so we don't, we don't know what's going on on outside of these walls. We know that there's some sort of biological extinction event, um, and the daughter is sort of being raised to be part of the new human species, right? Are those the turtles in the background, Tony? (laughs)
0: That wasn't me.
2: Um, and so, but what we get from a story standpoint is very limited. You know, they keep, they keep the blinders on us. So we literally are just focused on building that relationship between a robot and a, a girl that Mm -hmm. grows up to be a teenager. Um, and it all relies on that, the screenplay. And Tony, you addressed that with the little subtle little mother-daughter relationship things. And it also works very well, I think, at least for me, because the performance from Clara Regard, I'm probably fucking up her last name, is really, really good. Like, this is an up-and-coming actress, and she's only 21 years old, and she's really good in this, I thought. Um, she's really good. Because she's on screen all the time. I mean this there there was a couple little scenes, especially towards the end. There's there's some action, there's some suspense elements, and it felt like they were kinda trying to channel Sigourney Weaver from Alien in it, I noticed. Um so I thought that was a little Is that
1: James Cameron reference?
2: I didn't say that. No, I said (laughs) alien. No, I said alien. So I'm going Ridley Scott reference. Oh kiss my ass. Motherfucker. Um but yeah, definitely sort of that um matriarchal like she is now becoming a very independent strong which again pays off. The film ends up being very tight like it's done very well like all the script every scene kind of has a little payoff. Um the um the the Hillary Swank character is is sort of a plot uh, device to to open up to show this bigger picture mother's agenda. I'll save for for you know without spoiling it. And that agenda gets revealed at the very very end. And the three kids that I watched the movie with, they were like, "Wait, what?" Totally confused. And even me and Chris were like, like Fonza or Tony, you were saying I had to pause it and like talk about it. You yeah. know what I mean? The movie has a bunch of little social commentaries, a bunch of little things that it doesn't beat you over the head with. It doesn't it's not it doesn't have its political agenda, you know, right on your forehead kind of thing. And I like that. I like mm-hmm. that it's it, it it's it's subtle and it kind of it kind of keeps you it keeps you engaged. And it, it keeps you thinking, like, oh wow, that's interesting. And then Hillary Swain characters comes around and there's there's definitely some cliches because the genre is done has been done so many times. But what this movie does is very unique with the with the mother. And then obviously with the the, the plot role at the end, it becomes very unique as to um, the mother. it there's there's almost an uh, an element of the matrix kind of thing with the mother. Which is fine. I i I had, I had no problems with, with some of those kind of cliches, you know, those odes, those winks. Um and so yeah, I end up having a great time with the movie.
0: Yeah, we'll have I to talk didn't... uh do some um spoiler section just to talk I'm, about the ending. Yeah. A little bit.
2: Absolutely. I'm all about it. Go ahead, Fonzo.
1: Yeah, I I sent you guys a link. Um the Mad Geniuses at Weta workshop worked on it. And it's um Yeah, I was watching
0: that. The video oh,
1: okay yeah it's fucking badass mm-hmm. um yeah it's really cool so yeah so that's yeah. how it's done but yeah I um, like Holly was saying I appreciated like the the like the teacher student um like life lessons learn lessons. but there's because it's interesting again, there's no other students right so it's just him and her she can just focus all on her and I realized when she was older she was kind of like oh I've only read half of it you know it was interesting like even isolating this kid still acted the same way right or she'll get bored or doesn't want to read everything all the time um and then i was thinking too like how would it how would it work if uh a robot would watch over somebody like you know if I give, like i was thinking like what if it's a daycare and they just had a machine watching could they really do are you i mean i know and this is set in the future so it wouldn't be like um it would go nuts and, and maybe kill everybody but it was just the way like rose burns voice worked on it where like she was you know very concerning talk i even like the fact that she was learning when she was practicing like working on her humor um she's like oh that was just my attempt at humor she's like, oh no i get it kind of like you know humanizing i like that concept of just them two working together and i get it too when the hillary's foreign character gets in it's like okay if i change it up you know it kind of reminded me too in a weird way but not like a lot but just kind of like how um naive bad boy bubby was where he couldn't step outside hmm. and didn't really know what's going on um so if this is all you knew, you know, and this is your, you know, your mother, and you didn't know anything else, but yet she had videos of the outside world, right, of like a past, right? She's watching like the Tonight Show and things. Mm-hmm. So wasn't she wasn't like fully neglecting? Like, oh no, nothing, not you know, there wasn't a world before this, or this is what it's like now. So, um,
2: well, the, that yeah, that they, they they explained to her that that she can't go outside because mm-hmm. there's some sort of apocalyptic uh fate for everybody um so she's she's afraid to go outside but like every teenager as she gets older and older and older she 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 gets more interested more inquisitive etc etc and so um when the hillary swain character gets introduced it's balls to the wall i mean it 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 it's a total Mind fuck for her because you know hillary swank is not dead right <laughs> she, sing-
1: hey, how- she was outside how is she alive right yeah whole, exactly world, everything she's known just got flipped right um, now there's
2: now there's some question whether you know and i thought the movie did a very good job there was a moment where i was like oh shit when the robot pointed out the bullet caliber thing and i was like oh shit the I didn't know – there was about 15 minutes of this movie where I was like, fuck. I was totally – not confused in the sense of like I can't follow the story, but like I don't know who's who. I don't know who's the good guy or who's the bad guy here. Yeah, you don't like know, who to, you don't know very, who to trust. I, the movie did a very good job of keeping you in the dark
4: mm-hmm.
2: while still keeping you interested. Because you can keep somebody in the dark. You just don't give them anything. But then it ends up being boring. Like you got to give me, tell him something, Joe. You know what I mean? And so (laughs) this one did it. It gave you enough for you to get your teeth into it, and then all of a sudden it goes. But wait, do you really know? And so I was like, yeah, I I had a blast with the film.
1: Bro, yeah, yeah, because you were like forty minutes in before you know, um, Hillary Swank's character gets you know introduced
2: uh yeah i i, I
1: would guess uh, in here.
2: Uh, yeah i would guess it was closer to an hour but yeah you might be right
1: mm-hmm. oh, but that little girl she was she did a really good job especially if she's you know just acting with that robot because i'm pretty sure like like how did they do the like like was her voice like or like a speaker system so she could hear so she can talk back Because i don't think her voice actually coming out of the robot you know what i mean Honestly, uh honestly, honestly, for I the yeah they don't reveal
2: it in the in the movie how but i assume that the robot has a speaker that she's hearing
1: yeah she's really yeah she'd have to listen to what she was saying right they both acting like each other yeah you know, the i mean on the side watching, it and then she
2: can it's it's not a watch perfect it. film there there is some issues where technology is far enough so for instance like um a daughter is constantly having to hide and lie from mother, like a real teenager would. But science has evolved so far that um, this robot has raised this teenager. I don't reveal how old she is, but she's it seems to be maybe 16, 17, 15, between 15 and 18 probably, I'd have to guess, mm-hmm. that the, the daughter is playing. Um. So this robot is is, is capable of teaching and, and knowing how to handle an infant all the way up until teenage years. But she can't tell that she's lying to her. Like there's constantly this like mother's like, I can tell your heart rate is elevated. Is everything okay? Meanwhile, the daughter has like something serious going on and mother's kind of oblivious. And I felt like the filmmaker had to take some liberties on that to keep the plot moving along kind of thing um, yeah. in real world the robot and we've seen it in movies the robot would be able to be like I can tell you're lying to me so you better come right. clean you know right. what I mean so, yeah. um, you know she's they,
1: having a hard time trusting her because like I said she's seen her now was like wait a minute I thought you know well it's certainly say, hey you were lying to me I'm out of here
2: Yeah, it's certainly reasonable for the daughter to to start questioning mother Especially, yeah. obviously, when Hillary Swing character. Yeah.
1: Comes at the point. What I find She's interesting a- too is Netflix makes these like interesting movies, right? Where they, it's like always technology based too. I think maybe because they're a front running like streaming service, They're kind of like, kinda like uh, the wave of the future, right? Where like they they knocked out the blockbusters, video stores out of the world, so they like to touch on. Uh, I don't know. It just reminds me of, like Black Mirror and this. They it always seems like they have a lot of like stuff with sure. technology. This is a um, this
2: is this is a perfect example of one of those movies that in the past you know maybe 10 years ago would have gotten a wide release somebody would have gambled and and released this in the the theater but it wouldn't have done very well it wouldn't have made a lot of money because how do you sell this movie like people go to the movies because they know what they're going to see they're going to go see Toy Story 4 because they know they're going to laugh their ass off they know they're gonna cry because it's a Pixar film. They know what they're gonna get. I am Mother is a huge gamble. And people don't like gambling with their forty dollar tickets, you know?
1: Well let me ask and you this so How does uh, how does a movie that goes straight to Netflix make money then?
2: Just Netflix subscriptions. Well and okay, but you're you're asking a question that only wouldn't you
1: have to give that to every movie that they put out there, like like they'd get what, like ten, like five cents or something from every subscriber. Well,
2: and you got to remember, Netflix is in debt, or at least they were last time I checked. Really? Yeah. They, mm. is Netflix is Netflix?
1: I was just wondering, like, you know, we, we we worry so much about box office, box office, but like, how does a movie do on Netflix? How does that do well? Is it by views? Like, do they get a lot of views, or do they get some sort of some? Like, right, they're not. They're not in that same category where they're worried about box office numbers or anything like that. Or do they? Does it for like a number one spot for like on the front page of Netflix or something? Like, what are they battling for? You know, because it's like, dude, how does I'm sure all the the crew members, everyone that worked on it, got paid, but it's like, it, does it just go from there once it get on Netflix? That's it. Everyone's, everyone's got paid. Well, there's
2: there's some interesting things. I know Netflix will buy the release rights to a movie that has all so the movie the production money that goes into making a money or making a movie is different than the distribution rights so somebody a producer came up with say for the sake of argument 10 million dollars for I am mother and they mm-hmm. are now responsible for finding a distributor and a distributor could say Well, I'm going to release it to 3,000 theaters, which is wide release. Or I'm going to release it to 1,000 theaters, see how well it does. Maybe I get a decent – maybe people start talking about it and it gets a wider release. And that's sort of, I think, the traditional limited release, um, sort of what we see with some of these smaller independent films like this. Or Netflix comes in and says, I'll give you $50 million for the distribution rights – in which case, it basically never sees a theatrical release. But the producers, they're guaranteed that fifty million dollars. So that just happened recently with a movie that we that we were expecting that was going to get a wide release, but then it didn't. Netflix bought it out, and so it skipped the theater. You know, and that, and so because Netflix is like. You know, they got money to throw around, I guess. I don't know. Tony, you might have some insight into, you know, Netflix is making money.
0: I don't. (laughs) Um,
2: uh, Netflix is the undisputed leader in streaming video. The DVD by mail company. This is earlier this year, this article. The DVD by mail company created modern streaming as we know it and has built a massive audience by being the first mover, more than fifty percent of US households have the streaming service. That's an that's an insane number. That's like Facebook numbers. More than fifty percent of US households are paying Netflix to stream content. But how does the company turn all those eyeballs into dollar signs? In this video from YouTube channel we break down how Netflix makes money and what the strategy is behind the company's huge cash. So I will Send this to you, and Tony, you can post the video in the link. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, how how many households are in America? How many households are in the U.S.? Uh, Let's say with two thousand
1: seventeen, smart TV would have Netflix built into it. I don't have computer. You have access to it so
2: easily now. So how much is um, a Netflix subscription?
0: Um, Fifteen bucks.
5: Okay.
2: So as of 2017, there was 126 million households in America. So let's round that up to 130 because that's what happens as the households go up. So we're going to divide that by two. So we are, what is half of 130? Divided by 2 equals 65. So 65 million.
0: Why did you divide oh. it by 2?
2: Because this article said more than 50% of U.S. households have the streaming service. Ah, gotcha. So six, how many zeros are in 65 million? 6... That right, you know, sixty-five million times how much? Fifteen dollars. Fifteen. That is nine hundred and seventy-five million dollars a month. (laughs) Does that answer your question, Fonzo? Well, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, that's a billion dollars a month in income. Fuck.
0: It just looks right. Um 2018 they brought in a total of 16 billion in annual revenue. So that that adds up. So oh, there you go.
2: So I think my uh, my original thought that they're in debt is probably they... Well, in 2018 Netflix had a free cash flow of negative 3 billion and they plan to burn through an additional 4 billion next year. You heard that right. That's billion with a B. The company is taking on debt to build out its content library of originals. The plan is to eventually scale that spend down over time as the archive becomes so big that even the most avid binge watchers can't cruise through it all. It's a bold strategy, but so far it's working. As of today, Netflix is the seventh largest internet company in terms of revenue. So uh, they they spend more than they bring in.
0: Because they want to create a vacuum... And absorb everyone else by creating a library that just you can't get out of
2: except for somebody else wants to get into the streaming service yeah but they have a monopoly on the theater experience so yeah um, but um, there's
0: more people like us that just like fuck the theater
2: well so are you gonna buy Disney's if Disney's Script subscription is 15 bucks a month will you drop netflix to buy disney's or will you just buy both
0: uh probably not i'll make fonzo buy disney and i'll have netflix
2: (laughs) there you go go. so it's a fascinating i'm I'm really fascinated to see what disney does in the next couple years i mean you're basically going to have you know amazon they're like uh yeah we thought it was a good idea but we're out right <laughs> if you want to watch top gear come on to amazon um but uh so anyways so um i am mother i give it a high dollar <laughs>
5: <laughs> i'd buy that for a dollar
2: <laughs> netflix original we totally went off the off the rail
0: oh yeah there's some riveting content <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, i give it a dollar, too.
5: I'd buy that for a dollar.
0: But it has a potential. Uh, if, I, if I watch That's it again. Right. Yeah, yeah it, it could it be.
2: It's a very high dollar, for sure.
1: I'm waiting for the sequel when this uh, this one meets up with Chappie. What was it called, Chappie? Yep, mm-hmm. Chappie. Um, yeah, just a really cool design. Um, cool story. Um <laughs> having the platform like netflix to be able to show this movie and you know maybe like you said hardly a lot of people wouldn't go see in the theater but if you got netflix at your home and it's already there you know what what's it hurt you to just turn it on for 15 minutes and go hey this is not bad i'm pretty interested mm-hmm. we we just talked about not going to the theater because it's so expensive so in a way this is a win-win right they're already paying for the scrip- subscription from netflix the more eyes that watch it you know more um word of mouth uh, this actress can start getting some more work uh what is obviously never have no problem not getting any work cuz that shit that design's fucking amazing mm-hmm. um, so and just a lot of going into the story too very futuristic um, story of like of you know i would, like like you said rem- when you said matrix remind me of all the the embryos you know that were living in those pods um and it, the the whole isolated world where there's just nothing left random kind of of wally i thought Maybe you were going to mention that. I don't know if it got that vibe. Oh. But I did get the moon from the secluded area. Um, but yeah, this one normally I wouldn't have checked out. I'm like, I saw the title. I saw the robot. I'm like, That's kind of neat. But I never would have pressed play because I'm very picky when I go on Netflix. I don't really have that much time. And a lot of times been going through Red Dead Redemption right now. So i just been playing that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so when I do have finally have a break, I'm like, I am like, watch them at work. watch them in pieces like I'm on lunch break started this, and I'm like, oh, like, right off the bat, right, this is so intriguing, right? Like I said, just seeing the baby and the and the robot in their relationship, and and when they're, when she's growing, and, and, and so you're like, yeah, where is this going to go? Where is this leading, right? She's got all these questions, we trying to explain to her, and it's just them, and you're like, wh- what's going to happen after, like, when she gets smarter, when she's going to figure things out? And for that, if you guys like those kind of movies where it's like, you know, it's like you have Netflix and it's on there, you know, it's not too long, it's just You know, it's a really cool movie. Like, you can't not, I don't think, I don't know, especially like the way Angie's been talking about like her kids and watching all these gadgets and stuff. Like, I think she'd probably get a really cool kick out of it. Um, and then, um, everybody else, like, I, you know, so so far, it's a certified dollar for me too. I mean, I think it's certified D from everybody, so I'm also giving it a dollar.
5: I'd buy that for a dollar.
1: Cool. Yeah. It kind of takes the magic away now that I see there was a dude in that costume. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, how close are we to that, Tony? Like,
0: <laughs> right? It
1: won't be someone inside that, you know? Because mm-hmm. to me, I thought I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even think of it. I just automatically assumed it was a real robot, you know?
0: <laughs> it was just an animatronic.
1: Or or CG, CG, right? Yeah, CG, so good, right? Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, there is. Um, go ahead.
2: I uh, was just going to say there is. Um, it's a school on the East Coast, and they make robots. It's not MIT, but it's oh, another. like school, right? Where they make like, those. Like,
4: yeah, weird, like, the there you walking go. A
2: horse. Yeah, the ba- yeah. Boston, Boston Robotics. Boston that's, Dynamics yeah. or Robotics. Boston Dynamics? Yeah. They make, yeah. Uh, it, um, yeah Boston one. Dynamics, that's it. That's got to be it. They make. like They are on the cutting edge of robotics robotics. And they're not able to make I am mother, um, but they're really close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is over are Like, yeah, bitch. Yeah,
1: fuck on sure. that.
2: Fuck <laughs> on that. So, but they have like I've seen like bipedal robots like running on a treadmill. So, like they're yeah, really,
1: it's it's yeah, dude, it's there. It's the, it's
2: it's the it's the combining that hardware with the artificial intelligence, and then we're full on Matrix Terminator. But have life. you
1: seen? Have you seen the Japanese sex laws? I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever complain. Don't ever wash dishes while you're recording.
2: You know what I'm saying? It, like, it just well,
0: brings in a new level of virus.
2: That um, that, <laughs> that movie. Uh, well, the movie, the book, um, Robo Apocalypse, which I think Michael Bay is attached to. Oh, uh,
1: Spielberg at first, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Um, it addressed that it was like people have robot I mean everything is you know robos are robo... <laughs> I was typing in robo apocalypse <laughs> and I couldn't spell it right so RoboCop came up so I almost said RoboCop All I right. got
1: Robo Vampire popped up on mine there you go oh uh, dude look at this cover for Robo Vampire. it's literally RoboCop
2: oh well then I've seen RoboCop before
1: no fucking way what a straight rip off
2: But uh, that was another one of those, like, audiobooks that I listened to. I won't claim that I read it. Thank you. Um, But uh, I was like, dude, this could make a badass movie. It's a hard R. They're not going to make this a PG-13. But it is full-on Matrix, Terminator, combine those, where, you know, every. Aspect of our lives, there's robots with us, and so, um, yeah. I think they even, I think the artist wrote a sequel, the book. Hmm. I think he wrote like Robo Two, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, gotcha. you want to see how well so. they did?
2: Yeah, I'm curious.
5: This is Savage Sky, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Kelly. Those are buddy art. And Donaldo. This is Ronaldo. Good luck, everyone.
0: Are you going to give a summary first?
2: Oh, sure. <laughs> really? Uh,
0: I feel like you were looking at him, Tony. But not, not <laughs> yeah, just staring at him. Like, Dude.
1: like,
2: staring at him. And he like he's dozing off somewhere. So, Art is crushing it with 11 points. Bam. Big, big Art, 11 points. However, Donaldo is even crushing it more than Art.
1: Even crushing it more. He's
2: crushing it more. He's got 17 points. But just when you thought seventeen points was going to be the top of the box office, Reed has eighteen, and Angie's got twenty three.
1: <laughs> You're saying it's anybody's anybody's games? What are you saying?
2: No, oh. uh, Angie is kicking everybody's ass, and Reed is the closest with five points down. Um but after after this we're gonna we're gonna we're changing it up. We're switching it up. Next week is the championship. Are we gonna start this new this new game for the final week? No. Oh okay. Next season? Next season. It's too late for this remember?
0: I mean we could we could do it one
2: I, I, i'm kind of down to to throw it out there why not <laughs> just to fuck with them. A- you want
1: to throw bait out there you want to see what happens
0: uh, yeah we'll see we'll uh, see with what we assign if either of those is worth it and we'll talk about it at the point.
2: end yeah we'll see whatever the homework yeah. and extra credit is
0: right now what matters is that donaldo did not call in
2: Oh, Donaldo, oh, Donaldo,
0: Donaldo, He says, guys, sorry I didn't make a call. I'm not feeling good, but here are my picks. I am mother, all three of you, a dollar.
2: I guess I kind of have to give it to him, but the whole point is that they call in. Right. G.
0: No accent. <laughs> no
2: accent. Or post a fucking phone number. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: And here's the first call Hello Hey guys, hope you're having a good week um, I'm calling in for the homework
3: um, I am loving
5: this. I'm going to see Fonso's going to give it a dollar And is going to definitely give it a dollar And Harley, I think, is going to give it a waste of time
2: uh- All right All right Two points brings her up to twenty five. Which is good because D kinda crushed it with four points that brought him up to twenty one. So <laughs> Damn. although I'm questioning whether I should give him that bonus point because he didn't call in. Oh,
0: that boy. sounds fair.
2: Okay. Sounds good. Twenty yeah. points for D. Yeah. You don't get the bonus point. You were
1: sick today, not the rest of the you weren't sick the whole week.
2: I want to hear D coughing and shit in the right. phone.
1: Exactly. It <laughs> takes you thirty seconds to call in. That's all. Can't be that fucking bad. I mean, you, you typed all that shit in. You could have made that. You could have called in. And Tony would have played the message,
0: all right? Yeah. Am I right? Am I right? You're right. So there you go. Next.
3: Hello, bad boys. I am mother. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is bonus for a mother. call. For homework this week.
0: This is awesome.
3: I think the bad boys will give this film a certified
2: Dalmado. Wow! Huge points! Huge points! Yeah.
1: But funny enough, not a female robot voice. Well, why dis Why discriminate? Maybe it is, huh? We just don't know. How, how do we know? That's true. You're right. pretty damn good though
2: closed it it up right is he still recording I mean did we cut him off uh dollars all (laughs) around
3: (laughs)
4: that's
0: great now he's done okay (laughs) over not shut down
1: Nice. There you go, Harley. Boom.
2: Dude, that, that
1: See, rap. I that, love that. You run that. out of accents? Like, no. Like, look at the movies we're talking about,
2: you know? Mm hmm.
1: If you go off of that, it's genius. Way to go, Reed.
2: Um, where, where are they at now? That brings him up to 23. So now he's only two points down on Edgy.
1: Bam.
3: Bam.
2: Jesus, dog. Really? <laughs>
1: Everybody yeah, loves fucking interrupting Harley. Yeah. Now we know why he interrupts us. That's the only time he gets to interrupt. Tony. Mm-hmm. when he's with us at home, he gets interrupted all the time. He just can't take it anymore.
2: Fucking up my 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 rhythm. He's fucking
1: up my timetable.
0: All right, last one. Where
5: are we at oh, what's up, bad boy? boys? It's homeboy Art.
0: Wait, where'd you say
5: Fonzo? Oh,
1: no, I was just saying, yeah, I was just figuring out if we had one more call.
5: Yep. And with this week's assignment, I'm really excited to see. Well, I, I want to steal all of no, those points. I, I'm not sure how the rules work, but I want to steal them all. All of them. I want those points. But anyways, we go with the homework. Let's so pick I am mother. I am your mother or uh, some bullshit like that from MCP. I can see why he picked this. No offense to his parents, but I think MCP would have loved to be raised by a fucking robot. <laughs> <laughs> Yes They got the same emotional You know capabilities So I'm gonna say <laughs> fucking MCP Gave this thing a high dollar Damn near Slater I'm gonna say it's a Donaldo for the bad boys All three. One, two, three. It's a Netflix movie so I'm thinking the budget Might not be that big The action There might not be that much action but I'm gonna say that's a, a Donaldo for all three Bad boys
1: Fucking a, dude. Probably has got to do
0: some math now.
2: I What's wish it? I, I wish I could give him a bonus point for the knowing Tony was going to give it a high, high dollar.
0: Yeah, that's true. I almost
1: feel like Why not give it to him? you. You took one from Denal. Though.
2: Well, I know, but okay. So from now on, <clears throat> maybe we could talk about this.
0: Oh, I like it. Wherever you're going, I think I like it.
2: We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna offer half points half points for high or low dollars or slaters <laughs> or waste of time so if i so okay
0: hang on so whoa, whoa, whoa. is a yeah, low right what we're doing is we're expanding our rating
2: yeah essentially that's now all. we don't have to give it a high
0: no but it's like instead of being one out of four it's essentially we're adding two four six to it so it's like one it's out of eight
2: right you could theoretically yeah you, i mean we all know terminator 2 is going to get a, a high slater so that could potentially you oh can that's get a bo- true
0: so bonus half. Point. so it's 10 we're basically double but, doubling but it.
1: does does it work for slater though because slater is already the highest you can get
2: no but i'm going to give terminator Two a high slater spoiler alert <laughs>
0: <laughs> have we ever given anything a high slater no right so I think it only counts in between. Yes. So it's like it's yeah. a it's a low. It you only can, works for the dollar, pretty much. We've done low slaters.
1: I've, I've given. I've given. Sure Harley's given like that's a hard waste of time. I really enjoyed I it. Yes, i you, yes, I have. Yes. I have. Yeah. but it does. You don't count. Like your shit's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> You're <is laughs> that algorithm GIF where somebody's trying to figure it out and we can't because. Yeah, no, we can't figure it out. Well,
0: that's easy. that's the point of the game, right? To try and figure it out. That's the, the point. Stupid. but yes i like it Uh, make
1: sure harley writes all this down so we don't forget we're talking about it now but i just feel like he's gonna forget the moment he fucking gets out of this chair and walks away
2: no 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 i i I like it i i'm i you know if if we give it a high like tony you would have gave it a high dollar and i would have gave this movie a high dollar as well yes i'm not gonna give it a slater these are typically movies that you know and I've given lots of movie a low dollar, like,
1: you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm going to give it a dollar just yeah, because. Yeah, Tony's given like a loose change or some shit or like a right. folded up dollar. He's mentioned it. Yeah, so. yeah, you know, yeah. Rusty yeah. quarters
0: dollar. and shit. So,
1: so
2: it, it gives so them an get... opportunity to score a half a point. No, let it'll... me ask
1: you this. Let me ask you this. So if they say low dollar, do they still get a point for, say, a dollar?
2: Yes. Okay. And a very good question. So, and that's I'm important. So they get the point for the dollar or the not slater in the, the waste point, of time. Not the extra. Not the extra half a point. On the okay. So they're not they're not it it a chance to lose any points. It's just an opportunity to for the them to more. to gain more points. Beautiful. If they know us that much. Sure. They know us that that's, well.
1: That's that's the point of the that's the name of the game. Yeah. Actually the name of the game is Who the Fuck Strategy, you? but you know what else mean. Yeah.
2: But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Oh, I like it. I like it. So I'm going to give Art half a point. So Starting you know, right
1: now. How do you like that? Wow. Yeah. Ooh, 15,
2: 15 and a half points. I, like that shit. I don't think it's going to help, but you know.
1: Okay. What I fuckers, it. What if somebody wins by a half a point? That <laughs> could happen. Right? That'd be That'd awesome. Hilarious. You just win like they're on a race and they they, they win by a nose, right? It's like that's like that. The equivalent. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. All right, cool.
2: And I'm going to take a half a point away from D. <laughs> You're
1: feeling saucy. Because <laughs> that bitch ass didn't call it. I know. He's like my doggy. in my homework. He's like, I'm sick. Bitch, you fucking wrote that shit in 20 seconds. You could have called in 20 seconds,
2: right? If you were in the hospital, you best make a call, bitch. Fucking R did.
1: That's right. Remember
2: <laughs> that shit? I got another half point.
1: point blood. Well, are, you giving an extra, are you giving another half point, <laughs>
2: another half point for
1: doing that? Now, now he's got art. a full point. There
2: you go. I'm not really, I'm not really but you know. Oh, it's, you exciting. it's exciting. We
1: might have given him then
2: just for calling it and for doing that. So um we got Art at 15 and
1: a half. Can <laughs> he blame MCP too for fucking him, <laughs> for making him sick Of some shit? That's, that's right. Just thinking, that's right. Was, oh, I'm man. sure he did. I'm sure he did. <laughs> But, yeah, very exciting stuff for the next season, right? We're changing shit up. I mean, still call-in, still the same, but we're just going to add a, a few little more elements that might that should make the game a little more exciting.
2: Yeah. We'll just get
1: to bite it towards the end, yeah.
2: So, um, yeah, we got Art at 15.5, D's at 20, Reed's at 23, Angie's at 25. So okay. she's still in the lead, but uh, now D is only five points down and Reed is only two points down and reed keeps coming with the fucking um the accents absolutely So that's yeah. affirmative nice yes awesome. there you
1: go oh well done too thank you look at the cover he saw I mother like oh i got this you know he's got he's got a lot of lot of uh hidden towns too. a lot of voices in his chamber so let's see here we go Boom, boom, boom. You guys ready to move on? Yeah. You good? Sure. Point sell it. All right. So I chose um, The Shining 1980s. Uh, A family heads to an isolated hotel for the winter where a sinister presence influences the father into violence while his psychic son sees horrific forebodings. Forebodings? Is that it? Forebodings?
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah. From both past and future. Directed by Stanley Kubrick, written by Stephen King, butchered by Stanley Kubrick. This is a screenplay.
2: A few ask. Sorry.
1: Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, and Danny Lloyd. And the name that I think would sound like an amazing rock band, for the longest time I thought it was a band, but it's actually this guy's name, Scatman Crothers. Mm. Just an unbelievable name. It's a fucking fantastic name. Would you agree?
2: Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, like I said, I went to that scary movie experience, a lot of cool, a lot of Shining Room, and I just may want to watch it again. And it was for Father's Day. A lot of um, horror fans on Twitter were being funny and saying, oh, I'm going to go to my favorite Father's Day movies, The Shining. So uh, I thought, I how it's fitting this, let's, let's put this on here. And uh, it had been a while since I'd seen it, to be honest, and, and it had been a really long time since I'd seen a Kubrick movie, so... Um, I'm kind of curious to see. I believe Tony's probably the one who hasn't seen it the longest. I saw this
2: one a couple of years ago, and yeah. I remember talking about it to you guys. It was certainly since the podcast.
1: I love how uh, I asked Tony and then Harley started talking about it. Go ahead. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember you talked about it, yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. So. I must say I just saw it as an extra or something like that. That's weird. Maybe.
1: Yeah, because I said we typed that shit in the – Bad Boys podcast internet database and nothing. And showed it up, yeah so. yeah. so,
0: what's interesting is I own it on DVD.
1: Oh, that's very interesting. How did that come about? I have no idea. Did you win it? <laughs> right. Did you steal it from Blockbuster? Just it ended, Blockbuster
0: it ended up in my basket. <laughs> I don't know. It, um, I don't remember it. buying it. I don't remember how I got it.
1: And you have that weird Warner Brothers clamshell one with the weird black case. You have to, uh, the little latch.
0: Yep, the latch. I I I'm, I'm, I imagine it came actually this might be how I got it. Uh-oh. It you came in a, like DVD a 2 for 1 and I bought like Devil's Advocate and it came with The Shining.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. So did you actually pop the DVD in to watch this one? Yes. Wow, what's the last time you did that?
0: Well, you're right, and normally it's Blu-ray and this you're was right. like, well, this is a DVD?" Yeah. Um, actually no, I've done that pretty recently. Um Emperor's New Groove, we okay. we throw that we throw that in pretty pretty often. Okay, just to have it in the background type thing.
1: Little tidbit there for all you MCP fans out there. <laughs> um, so it's funny, yeah. I'm curious, like you're like, hey, I don't have a DVD player, like, oh wait, my gaming console is a DVD
0: player. The, the gaming console has been my entertainment <laughs> center for years. Yeah, gotcha.
2: That's what gets. That's a place Yeah, you have, uh, you have it's it's a, PlayStation. It's a PlayStation Three. Uh, I got
0: the X Bone. The X Bone? Yeah, the Xbox One.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's my. That's been the. As you inter- go to one? Yeah, that's the entertainment centerpiece for years.
2: Very cool. Yeah. Well, my PlayStation 3 is my own one and only Blu ray player.
0: Yeah, so. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um yeah like (laughs) I I threw this on um uh, yeah it it, I'll get into it when I get into my weekends but it was a very chill day um and so Lainey was busy cleaning and I'm like I'll start the horror movie now so that she doesn't because she doesn't like horror um so I sat down to watch it and I got I got pulled into it pretty quickly maybe it's just because it was so chill of a day I was. Nursing a slight hangover type thing. Um, oh, there we go. Some, I'll get into it later, but yeah, I, I, it actually like the, the, the opening shot, you know, being very high, um, high above tracking the, the car. I thought you,
1: I thought you were saying you were high. <laughs> uh,
0: no comment. Plead the fifth. Um,
1: high on medication
0: uh a, it was cool th- and the music the the music was a tension builder like like a lot of the sounds and the music were just really good at building tension um, and and i followed and i actually followed along with the plot like oh um you know the, the, he was applying for a job there that's why he's you know he's the caretaker he was applying to be the caretaker for for winter and blah 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 and and he, the family wasn't there right away. You know, he had to go back and get them. Um, and fucking Tony, man. Like, he's, what the, Like Tony was, was talking right from the beginning.
1: You're the fucking little boy that lives in his mouth. <laughs> yeah.
0: <don't> um, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, brush your teeth, kid. Um,
1: <laughs> you say it's a, it's a gingivitis. A creeper, <laughs> like one of the Colgate commercials. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, so I was, I was actually, I feel like the last time I watched this, I, I was not into it and I was pretty scatterbrained about it. But this time I was, I was in. And I was like, wow, this, this kid's got some, some weird shit going on right, right off the bat. Um, and you know, you get the story, you, you, this, their backstory builds up, you know, and that, especially, um, the story about the kid and dislocating his shoulder and dad, you know, stopped drinking and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, this is all, this is all starting to connect, connect dots. And, uh, fucking Jack Nicholson plays creepy asshole to a T. Like, his, his, his facial, his face just makes those creepy asshole faces.
2: <laughs> creepy <laughs> just, asshole faces. This is like, I, I, this might be the greatest. Single performance of a actor in a movie, like for my my taste. You're saying, like that, about,
1: you're saying that about Jack? Yeah, I mean, no. interesting because Jack Nicholson says that about Shelley in this movie, Ooh. In, a, in oh. a lot of interviews. Interesting, yes, very interesting, yeah. And there's those so, horror stories about like Kubrick just being relentless tons to her of
2: tons, it, of oh, yeah. heard, tons, of tons of
1: takes i've heard the crew was being mean to her just to get in that mood in that mindset like yeah yeah wow. the, uh, yeah they like despise them during the making of it but then like looking back afterwards like yeah it was you know it's still kubrick right and like um but we'll, we'll, we'll get into the behind the shit stuff later but um yeah that's funny you'd say that yeah because like yeah your mannerisms even like I'm talking to Lloyd, right, Tony? Like just oh, um, geez, yeah. his laugh kicks in. You're like, "Oh fuck!" There's a the Joker. Yeah. Tim Burton saw this, was like, "Yeah, that's my Joker," right? Like I don't <laughs> know. Like it's just um, well, before, like, he had never played like that kind of role, right, Harley? Like I don't remember seeing him.
2: No, right? In, like early he, in his career, he played kind of, you know. Well, I'll pull, I'll pull up his thing. For sure, sure. Like, say, well, I was
0: uh, and and I was just going through like from from the beginning of the movie when um, he's driving his family and it, they go into the, the Donner party and he talks about cannibalism and he has this like glee in his face of like, yeah, the kid learned it on TV. Like he's yeah, just don't like, worry, Mom, I saw it on yeah, television. don't worry. You saw it
1: like, it, See, right, it's okay. but, you saw it on television.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but he had this. This look on his face, like, like, like he enjoyed the the
1: the. It was no big deal.
0: Yeah, time. like his innocence, the, the kid's innocent innocence was destroyed a little bit, and he was kind of enjoying it. I was like, yeah. dude, he it, it was just had that. He had that mm-hmm. creepy grin. You know, it was very subtle, mm-hmm. um, uh, and it just, you know went downhill <laughs> and
1: then he had demons too before when he was when he was an alcoholic so yes yeah. he'd already done something to danny so it, already there was that mm-hmm. weird tension where like uh if he gets you know off the wagon again like what could happen right mm-hmm. um and we see that movie later when he has bruises on his neck and she automatically gets upset at him right right you know, right, right. yeah um that's interesting you said it too because i it, for me like i said it had been a long time since i've seen a kubrick movie in the very beginning it's super fucking chill i mean it's just like an almost an it, asmr movie like yeah, but um, it's chill, but it's like, go, but there's, yeah.
0: There's but, little subtle things, like when he talks, like he, the, the, he's interviewing to be a caretaker and they, they give him the story about, hey, someone killed her family, chopped them up into pieces, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, you don't have to worry about me. And my, and my wife, she loves horror stories. So she's going to get a kick out of it when I tell her. I'm like, that's, that's, ah, that, that was so subtle
2: it's so yeah exactly it's subtle but it's, it's very telling as to his psychology yeah
0: exactly
1: like in
2: the 80s right
1: that 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 would have never crossed anyone's mind of people being that crazy you know mm-hmm. what i mean so it might be maybe not too subtle then um but yeah when he said they say oh my wife will love, and he's like great all right then you know mm-hmm. if that doesn't bother you then you know take over and even when they mention how like you know a, na- a bunch of native americans were killed and this is built on an indian burial
0: ground a burial ground right yeah
1: it's like Yep. Didn't bother me either. So <laughs> he said, I just want to get this. I want to get my work done. I want to be away for a mm-hmm. long time. So that that is really bothering. So it's almost like, yo man, you know, this shit's this shit going on, but it's like, it's interesting. Still, they'll have somebody to work. I guess he probably the first one to work since sunset incident. Right. With the Grady. Um,
0: oh, maybe I didn't consider maybe.
1: that. Yeah. Cause it wasn't like, Oh, we've had about 15,000 murders before you, you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> maybe I'll need to look into some.
0: What's going right. On. Well, is it, is it, it seems like it's a yearly thing. Every winter they do this. They need someone to stay. Right. So but I think this
1: was like the, that was like the first time.
0: Right, and, and then hasn't happened since. But then this guy came back.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, but no, like yeah, yeah same thing. When he's being interviewed, when they when they they're given the tour of the hotel. Um. And then they're just, and then the, I just love the the, the crossfade into the next scene. It just there's no music. It just flows into the next one, and I love just I love the fucking tracking shots. It's just so smooth. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm so we've been so inundated with like shaky ass cameras moving all over the place. It's kind of nice to actually see the frames and then moving follow like just watching like Danny and the and the little tricycle all around the hotel. It's like this was back then. Like I don't remember like steady cams being a th- if, even if it was I think the guy that created it I was reading on the trivia he was supposed to work on Rocky 2 <laughs> and um, and then he had to fly back and forth between the two because like this one went past the six months that uh, they were supposed to make it probably because all the hundred takes he was making everyone do um, but there's just a lot of really smooth like just them walking through the hotel you know and he records from like far away and he's just the, the camera's just going to the side
2: well that, and, the hotel ends up becoming another character in
1: the movie. Abso- oh absolutely Absolutely. Or the cartel. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, just a little, like it's like, like Tony said, in the very beginning, the car right there, just the music playing through the whole, like the, the, beautiful scenery through the trees. And it's just floating around flying. And you see the car and when they get there and, and like I said, before the interview and, and then you meet, um, Scamman Crothers, you know, and he talks to Danny cause he knows he just, he can, he can tell he's got the shining. It's just, just like him, you know? So he gets a little bond with him. Um, there's a,
2: there's, a, there's a lot that's unexplained and that hurts, I think, the film in today's day and age where people, you know, we've had to ironically, this is old school podcast material, you know, the, 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 one of the top stops or, what was the movie? It was another Scorsese flick. But that's why um, I
1: wanted to talk to you guys about it in the spoiler section. I mean, it's been Well, fun. we can
2: spoil the movie. We don't need a spoiler section for this no,
1: movie. No, right, right yeah, but I get it, but um, I wanted to discuss it.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, um, Tony, you're you're sort of you were always kind of the one that took a stand on. You want the filmmaker to tell oh, you yeah. what yes. is you know what the point, what's the plot, you know what?
1: what right. he, he wants the true ending. Like he doesn't want it to Makes be. Um, what's the world looking for? Um, uh, you know, Ambiguous, where it's just like, or. Oh,
2: ambiguous. So that is, I think that's the word. Yep. Yeah.
0: Ambiguous is the
1: Shutter word.
2: Shutter Island. I think Shutter Island was Fuck the Fuck Shutter
0: one. Island. <laughs> yep. That's or the word. Like,
1: he, yeah, he, doesn't want, he didn't want the director to be like, okay, you guys figure it out. It's like, no, no, no. You wrote it. You directed it. What's the ending? Mm hmm. So, yeah. So, is that your question, Harley, to Tony? Like, what did. Yes, After seeing the picture at the end, what, where did Tony come out of it? Yeah.
0: Yes. I don't. I'm confused. Like, it didn't seem very ambiguous to me.
2: Oh, see. Okay. Oh, well, the, the the picture at the end with the date on it. The fact that is it is it the hotel haunted? Is it, I mean, what?
0: Yes, the hotel is haunted.
2: Okay. There's only it,
0: one way he could have gotten out of the freezer or the the pantry closet, whatever the fuck it was.
2: Well, that's the thing. He's locked in there, and nobody lets him out. So but how? But someone is lets getting, him out. But but Grady did the ghost of Grady.
0: Exactly. So you hear him talking to him, and he yes. lets him out. Yes. No, and he phys- – like, the the talking could have been entirely in his head. True. Yeah. Getting released from that room could not. That right. was a physical thing that had to happen. And that's so, why I
1: think he let him out.
0: Yeah, you know? so the ghost had to let him out. There's there's no question. that That's the only way that that plot could advance. Like is when he walks the house into was... that
1: party, right? Mm. And, and then when he talks to Lloyd, right? A little slow tonight, hey Lloyd.
0: Right, but that could all just be in his head. In fact,
2: That's, everything sure. could be in your head except for the I'm being locked or being let out. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: And then the picture at the end.
0: But to me,
1: but if the hotel's haunted, that shit can happen. It's it's all there. Because then, because um, when yes, yes, to, of course. Too? Yeah, I you was know,
0: just making sure. the just saying that. Oh no, sure. Yeah, solid yeah, yeah. evidence that it's haunted is that one scene. But because of that one scene, now everything else in the movie is possible
1: right so harley what was your take then when you see it so was that did you left like scratching your head because i did too the first time i was watching it uh, yeah
2: i've seen it, it three times now and i'm still scratching my head gotcha. i don't know
0: what what's the scratching head part
1: it's so fucking he, haunted he gets right Confused at the end where he, he sees jack nicholson in a picture yeah from the Fourth of july ball and from 1921 yeah you obviously tell it's jack yeah he's saying like how was it how's it's it, fucking it
0: haunted it's uh, anything's possible. <laughs> he reincarnated and he he's, he was he was Jack back then. He's Jack now like I yeah, I I thought of it as in like in that picture
1: before yeah. he got there. He wasn't in that picture. No,
0: no, no. He he. I think he was because and, and I was going to bring this up about the beginning of the movie. It's like when he um uh, at the beginning well, she brings
1: some breakfast and she's like, I feel like I've been here. I've before. been
0: here before. I know what's yeah. around every corner. Yes. That ties with the picture at the end. He has been there before. He was Mm -hmm. the caretaker.
1: And then that Grady says to him in the bathroom, he says, no, 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 you are the caretaker.
0: You are the caretaker. You always have been. When he says that thing. Right, right. So all of those things together. So it's like, yeah, he's been there forever. Mm -hmm.
2: Stanley Kubrick said himself, the ballroom photograph at the very end suggests the reincarnation of Jack.
0: Yep. There you go.
2: That means that Jack taught. This is the end. This is not a quote anymore. That means that Jack Torrance is the reincarnation of a guest or someone on staff at the Overlook in 1921. This corroborates many theories involving Charles Grady, the man who went stir-crazy and killed his family in the Overlook, which Jack is informed about during his interview for the position, was the reincarnation of Delbert Grady, the ghost butler Jack meets in the hotel bathroom. The Overlook seems to have the power to recall reincarnated versions of its past guests.
1: But Delbert- Grady, uh, okay.
2: Delbert Grady tells Jack that he, quote, always been the caretaker, implying the hotels continues to revisit its past inhabitants. It keeps calling back Grady and Torrance's to offer them a good versus evil scenario, and they choose evil. So for me, I
1: remember uh, Delbert Grady was the bartender. And he says, no, I don't have any recollection to that because the guy they killed was Charles Grady. Remember when he's talking to the butler? He says, I don't know, I have no recollection of that. But if you remember the story, the guy told him in the beginning, the guy's name was Charles Grady.
0: Nope, mm-hmm. I did not pay that close attention.
1: Yeah, I it thought that was not. weird too, because Grady said he had two daughters. That threw me off a little bit too.
2: And then, so so for me, it almost comes off. So as I'm watching the movie, it almost feels like a possession film, like the hotel is possessing.
1: Him? Yeah, it's and it's so I want him to fulfill that that um, that horrific event because it's funny because the other guy did the same thing right with the axe murders family. And yeah, the Hotel's making Jack do the same thing right, but so Jack didn't
2: succeed. So that's
1: the, so, right. So my th- so I'm wondering. If, I'm guessing since he didn't succeed, does that loop end? Right.
2: Oh, I don't know. No, that's that's for the sequel that's coming out. You can go check it out.
1: Well, maybe they'll explain that. Maybe. Maybe they'll explain a lot from in Doctor Sleep, but I'm curious, right? If it's in that vicious loop, right? So since they got away, like, does that kind of end? You know? So
0: I I would argue that yes, that that's what that means because the name the the title of the movie is called The Shining. It's not the Hunting. It's not the Overlook. It's not you know Crazy Jackface. It's The Shining. <laughs> I the think Shining that was the original title Crazy Jackface. <laughs> crazy was, Jackface. It's, it's so so the shining is what saved them the Correct. kid is what saved them that is mm-hmm. what broke the cycle
1: well that's what was scatman crazy when he was in miami he got the visions too right yeah exactly he made yeah. More come out all the way back which mm-hmm. fucking shout out to fucking dick hollerin man he was badass you know he yeah. gives a kid ice cream at a huge restaurant you know he talks to him he knows <laughs> it flew his ass in the and you know beautiful weather of miami the freezing cold color. just you know when he's calling the cops and they can't get a hold of him he actually went just flies the in yeah him. like dude and then he got you know spoiler he got fucking I'm like so. dude
0: did you how did you not see that coming I thought you'd see oh. the future to shit come on
1: see that was the other thing I thought too I'm like <laughs> why would you let that family there if if you know shit goes down in that mm-hmm. hotel right yeah that was the one thing I was like ah, why would he do that you know maybe you thought they were different since he didn't have any he didn't sense anything from Jack at the time right
0: oh maybe yeah
1: so yeah um but yeah so like i said again watching it um which is funny too uh, going back to i Am mother that both movies are ending with someone holding an axe because hmm. the girl was holding one too i thought that was kind of funny I'm like hey yeah, did i see this before <laughs> um again going back to like um we can go back to the the, the, the theories again but um just want to give kudos to like the tracking shot too even when like um he's hitting the axe to the door. Oh, I love that it, shot! It only would pan away once Jack was pulling the axe back to the
2: le- pulling it back. Oh, I and pointed that the out door. first. We watched it. Yes, and it's so smooth. It's like so,
0: it adds it to the the kinetic engine, energy right? of that scene, like the the swing of the axe. And it's so small yeah.
1: and so subtle, but it, it's so, it's so awesome looking. Yeah. It's so great. It's funny too. He was like a, a Jack Nick was like a volunteer fireman, so he was fucking the shit out of those doors. So they had to put like. It went through like sixty doors, I guess, because they they didn't want him to break it so easily. And uh, he was just hacking the shit out of him because so, <laughs> he already knew how to do that. So it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I just love that, and it wouldn't it wouldn't stop. Like every time he would do it, it pull back, go forward. Pull. I'm like, that's just an interesting shot, you know. It could have easily been, you know, just crazy hack. Go, you know, in, in this day and age, it'd have been thirty cutscenes of so, you know what I mean, <laughs> of him going harder, harder into the door, going faster, faster. It's just so smooth, like the the chasing through the maze, um, um, the the horrific scenes you know with just when he's when he's on the little tricycle he stops and the Grady twins are there it's it's, it's okay
0: uh, the tricycle scenes but the best part of those oh, is the sound there
1: when when the, he's right into the floor and then on the carpet yes you know, on the,
0: floor. And the floor and the carpet and the floor and the carpet the sound is so awesome because that that tension like tension right the tension like, it's is so yeah, weird when yeah it
2: builds tension yeah, 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 yeah. where it's just going <laughs> Mm. I read something that it was really, really steady cam work.
1: Yeah, it was a guy in a wheelchair, I believe, and he was getting pushed. Wow, uh, they read something like that. Yeah, but dude, even if you watch the DVD, uh, Tony, I think there's a special feature we're, like making of and stuff like behind the scenes. Because like on my hmm. digital copy, there's yeah. like actually like a documentary and some other features. I was going to start diving into it because uh, after watching this man, like I said, performances. Okay, so did Danny Danny Lloyd? Big shout-outs to him, too, for a little kid actor. Mm-hmm. It, it was great. Like, Stanley was telling him it's a drama. It's not a horror movie. He didn't really see, like, a full-cut edit till like, he was 17, I think I read. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Um, Stanley kind of kept him away from all the crazy shit. Um, but, you know, but he still has him write Red Rum. He has him holding knives. knife. So I'm like, I don't wonder what he thought he was there. But just a kid, man. Just to... And then the finger thing was his idea, which was a thing that's pretty incredible. Cool. So he was great. He was great. And, uh, and, and Shelley DeVault, too, she was just. I just wanted to, like protect her and hug her, man. I just felt she was just so calm. She's such a like caring mother, and Jack's just such a fucking asshole to her, you know. She's over here bringing him sandwiches. Like, oh, maybe we should go outside and walk. I'm like, she I was acting the shit out of this. I thought she was fucking fantastic too. She, her,
2: her performance turns it on at the end. Well, hell sure. breaks. Like at the beginning, her performance is subtle because she's just playing this naive wife and she's mm-hmm. playing with her son yeah but when jack starts acting like an asshole and oh, it's like that you know, scene
1: in the bathroom when she's holding like, it's terrifying yeah yeah, fucking, she's, yeah it's not a monster it's not it's her fucking husband and you know it's like it's the it's the father of a father kid i mean that's what just makes it super scary um yeah i uh i fucking yeah watching it again i just had so much more appreciation for it i dig like i'm with you harley i was scratching my head again okay I'm like, hmm. Started. started thinking. Started reading some some theories online. Started watching videos. And I think like like what Tony was saying too. It was kind of pretty much the same thing. It started to make sense. Like, yeah, it's a hotel. It's 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 him. It's he's reincarnated. He keeps coming back, and until he has to fulfill that right. He's just he's just going mad, you know. Because um, there was supposed to be there for five months, right? He said, yeah, yeah, which is wild. Um, yeah, dude, I, I love this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so just to address the like the ambiguity thing, um oh, oh yeah, yeah because the movie's called The Shining, mm-hmm. to me the movie's about the kid.
1: Sure, absolutely.
0: And that story's wrapped up. The, well they make a sequel to it,
1: like him as a an Right. Adult.
0: And that's fair, that's fine. You know, they can make a sequel, blah blah blah. But that story is wrapped. It it there's no there's no question he survived.
1: Oh right and right? you're saying because of his
0: powers. Right, because of his right. powers, the shining it helped him survive. Mm-hmm. So that story is done. The story of you know the the Outlook Hotel and Jack, that's totally. a little that yes, that's ambiguous, you know the the picture and all that. Um it, it leaves you scratching your head, but that's a side story. It's not the main story, so I'm okay with it. That's why I'm okay with it being a little ambiguous, a little because yeah, sometimes you it, it's it's nice to have something to speculate on and just have a conversation about, but not the main story. The main story definitely feels like it wrapped up. Like he's he's a fucking popsicle, <laughs> you know. Jackson Jack's, Jack's <laughs> dead. So
1: <laughs> look at that. Tony turn turn a new leaf. Arlie, what do you
2: think about that?
0: <laughs> yeah, um. I'm not. It doesn't feel like it's a new leaf because.
1: Well, oh, no, I see what you I know. I, it's I know. not
0: the main not story, the story to me. Right. Kind of had the same thing with uh, I am Mother too, which I forgot to talk about. But
1: mm-hmm. yeah, well, we didn't
2: get in yeah, a yeah spoiler territories with that
1: one. You think you're thinking different, Carly?
2: <sighs> you know, it's interesting. Um, it it is one of those movies. There's so many plot. There's so many things going on. There's the kid, obviously, The Shining. And like Tony saying, I mean, that's what the name of the movie is. Um,
1: you really want to get fucked up? You should watch the documentary Room Two Thirty Seven. Where yeah. there's like four, or five different con- the- theories. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. Oh,
0: why that number?
1: <laughs> well, there's like, um, like, oh, dude, it's just weird. Like, uh, you'd have to write, just read the synopsis or, or like the story plots of them. like huh. the f- the four different like theories. Where like one was like all the Native American stuff, you know? Because you can see the design in the hotel. There's like a can of food and there's something about like the moon landing that Kubrick directed it. It's all these
2: weird theories, dude. Like Theory
1: uh, theories
0: about what though?
2: It's just like oh, about the movie. Just like, all not- the weird shit. I mean yeah. you know, conspiracy theorists are they oh, can okay. come up with shit out of thin air. They're like, oh the
1: movie's really about this. That's
2: something oh, yeah. like that. Gotcha. Well, and it's a Kubrick film, so what else do you expect? Uh, I mean, this is the guy who creates two thousand one Space Odyssey for God's sake. Yeah. Got um the, the the thing with me is the screenplay is not what makes this movie so goddamn good. It is the performance. And like you were talking about this, the, the filmmaking aspect of it. So the sound effects, the cinematography, the tracking shots, the, the editing, the, the special effects with the blood, um, you know, the flashbacks. I mean, the, the film from a, filmmaking standpoint is 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 perfect. The screenplay, the 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 source material is kind of batshit. But the performances in the film and it's not it's not excess it's not excessively long either. Um
1: Well what's bad shit though? Like what
2: well I mean the fucking Elevators in the blood. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really? Do I need to explain? Oh, no, mean-
1: you are saying. Well, you're saying the screenplay because you just you gave kudos to that, but now you're saying you're saying the screenplay was.
2: Well, bad. what I'm saying is is the the material, the story, right? Well, obviously, on at face value, we've you've read it. The family heads to an isolated hotel for winter, where sinister presence, which implies the hotel or some sort of supernatural element, influences the father into violence, while his psychic son sees horrific forebodings from both past and future. So that kind of addresses the two main things. So mm-hmm. the, the main thing is this, the sun has some sort of, you know, te- not telepathic, they call it shining, but it's kind of, you know, can kind of see the future or, or kind of commute, communicate through uh, some sort of uh, ESP um, and Jack. So is Jack going nuts because he's secluded for five months um, they don't exactly say how long they're there for, but it's got to be at least a couple months before he starts to lose it. Uh, it kind of I feel like it's implied that he's been there for a while now before he starts to lose it. So is it just sort of like a solitary confinement where he just sits there and fucking types away, you know, all play in the you know, work and jack and play bad boy or whatever the fuck it says? <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: way too long for a title. Can you... <laughs>
2: oh, shit. Short it up. <laughs> um uh
1: all work and no play so, makes so exactly go
2: crazy does he go crazy because he's possessed does he go crazy because the hotel is possessing him does he go does he go crazy cuz he's just fucking nuts to begin with does he, there's so many of these kind of questions that the movie that the story raises the question of this, the room, the old scary lady, the the twins, but then the two girls, are they supposed to be the twins that died? Like there's constantly, but they don't even look like twins or they don't. And the, the original daughters that died were like a year apart, or I think it even said how old they were. But then the twins look like they're like the same age, they look like twins, they're dressed as twins. So it's like, and you know, like Kubrick did that on purpose. You know, there's, there's lots of question marks as you watch the film. But what you don't question is the performance and how good it is from everybody. The look on Scatman Brothers' face when he can sense something is happening. I can't remember the exact ja- oh, like,
1: like, like uh, Tony said, like, um, Jack's facial expressions. Oh well, yeah, yeah. He starts to get let loose when he starts getting crazy. Like, I just love him when he's talking to Lloyd.
2: You know. Yeah, when they're just bullshitting. When yeah. he's talking to himself, what it appears to be, obviously.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, the son, his performance is oh, really good.
1: Fucking fantastic.
2: Which ironically, I looked it up and he said the, the the boy when he was shooting the film, they didn't tell him that it was a horror movie.
0: I said that earlier. Phones are oh, something.
1: okay. I'm sorry.
2: Thanks I for paying reading. attention. I'm sorry, I was,
0: Yeah, they told him it's a drama.
2: I was reading it. So yeah. say, thanks uh,
0: for paying attention to me. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Uh,
2: um so for me, I don't question so much all the the crazy story and the ideas and the the you know because
1: uh, well, yeah, if you say the house is the hotel's haunted like, doesn't that kind of just give you, like, the free path of, like, everything that's inside the bonkers is, like...
2: Exactly. Right. And so I literally just watch it from a filmmaking exercise. Like, you know, is it done well? How is it made? You know, we've seen lots of movies where the source material was great, and they...
1: But that's Yeah, but, I mean, you you... It's you're you're watching a Stanley Kubrick movie, so you, it's almost kind of unfair to say like I want to watch it for the director. Like, you kind of already know what you're getting into when you watch a Kubrick movie, though. Well, you
2: yeah, know? you know, what but what I don't like 2001: like, Space Odyssey. Oh, you don't? No, no, oh. it's boring. Like <laughs> it's not it's not the film that everybody thinks it is. There's too much ambiguity. Mm-hmm. Like there is some ambiguity in The Shining. That one has too much ambiguity for me. And I just never I, I've watched it two or three times and I've just it never registered with me. This one registers because Jack's performance is Shelley Duvall's, Scatman Crothers, and then and then the cinematography and the and the score. And it ends up becoming this amazing movie that is
1: Well, you have the iconic shot of Jack through the through the wooden door.
2: Of course. And here's
1: Johnny. I mean, here's you know.
2: John. Yeah, exactly. So um the strength of the movie for me isn't so much the story, but it is the performances and the the making of it, so, so to speak, the directing of it, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it a perfect film in that regards, a masterpiece, a film, not just a movie that you would watch. Um, and so, so you know, a lot of the nuances of what does this mean or what does that mean, I don't really care. I just watch it because Jack goes fucking crazy, and like you said, the the, the camera work when he yeah, swings the act,
1: gosh, your brains in,
2: is is so fucking, and it it hits overdrive so quick at the end of the that third act.
1: Like you said, that whole calming right in the beginning, you know, the whole relaxing, getting to know it, isolation, just them hanging out, and then yeah, it just goes fucking full force after that. Um, yeah. Just really cool, like just a snow build all the way up to like the side of the building, and mm. watching Danny slide down. Drift. Yeah, the snowdrift. Or, or, or him back back tracing his steps, mm-hmm. to not show any
0: more footprints.
1: Like, oh, how fucking smart genius is that? our
0: Yeah. Uh, oh man. Yeah. That that was Tony.
1: That was Tony. That
0: was Tony telling him to do that. You think so? <laughs> Tony's a smart one.
1: Ah, gotcha. Okay. But yeah, you don't know how. to you don't tell him to brush his teeth, so he doesn't go away. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, so um yeah, um nothing more like, I could say, but uh, yeah, well after like I said watching it again, just uh delve right into it. And and what I find funny too that um the overlook, that famous carpet with the orange and red, you can see that in Sid's house in the first Toy Story. That same carpet design is in right, his house. It's right. kinda of funny. Um, yeah, performances out of control. The um the weird imagery, like I said, Ambiguous at, at the end, but you just do some research, Harley. You look it up, you know, or come up with your own decision or anything. I mean, like you said, you read what Kubrick thought. The answers are all there. You know, it's not you don't have to really yeah, get
2: lost. There, you know, this is not a some sort of small independent film where there's not a lot of material. This is one of the biggest cult classics of all time. Yeah, I mean, you know.
1: Yeah. So to me, yeah, it's 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 a slater for me. Yeah,
2: me too. That
1: was a fucking movie.
4: That was a fucking movie.
1: oh boy here we go (laughs) is it certified tony is it certified harley
2: yeah tony's gonna give us later yeah that was a fucking movie oh yeah yeah because
0: i was i was on high bite high bite for a dollar until we started started talking about started talking about it and i was like man yeah that's right yeah yeah that's cool and the whole time i was just kind of like creaming on it so Mm-hmm. Fucking a, and that's it's not my first time watching it, and yeah. I enjoyed it. And I wasn't bored. Um, yeah, so
1: that's funny because yeah, after I watched, it, I was like, I can't wait to talk about it with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, so
0: yeah, and it, and, it, and it, I almost want to watch it again just to pick up on more subtle things. and like, cool, you could that's, too, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: And what's cool too is like uh, when you watch Ready Player One.
0: Yes, yes. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah.
1: do i remember this
0: scene from the ready player one or from the first time i saw yeah Yeah,
1: because remember when they're going into the theater you hear the music already from Mm -hmm. when they're driving there
0: yeah Um, you
1: know yeah uh, yeah.
0: that was good shit yeah
1: yeah so i so now i'm really excited to see dr sleep now you know i think he uses his powers for good i think he works like at a nursing home and i was reading something about like he helps like the patients kind of go into the afterlife like at peace or something Oh, and then you meet somebody else that has Shining too, so it Whoa. goes from there. Okay, it's a so, different
0: story. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: but if but it follows Danny as a uh, an adult, yeah, and it's playing by Ewan McGregor, a bad boy favorite. So
0: awesome, yeah.
1: So whew, let's see if everyone gets this right. <coughs> yeah. Be very curious cause this is boat this is mega points right here. If they die, uh... anyone
0: does yeah. Alright, so Donaldo, he says, Harley gives it a Slater. Fonzo and Tony give it a dollar.
2: Oh, there you go. Only one point. Yeah, Karma just bit him in the ass. <laughs> Harley's still
1: mad he didn't call it. He's like, fuck him. <laughs> Man, if he's legitimately sick, I'm sorry, D. Hope you feel better. Yeah, I love you, D. Donaldo's <laughs> not here, Mrs. Torres. <laughs> <laughs> That was weird too, right? When she's trying to talk to him, he's mm-hmm. he's not there. Tony's talking, you know. That's
0: right. I got to, I had to take over.
1: He did. And I just want to picture Tony talking like that to Laney all the time, just to fuck with her yeah,
0: from inside her mouth,
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: with the little uh, you, finger you, thing and everything. Yeah,
5: you can get
1: veggies instead of rice at Panda Express. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Are we ready to... Red rom. Ready to listen? I'm ready.
5: Um,
3: for the extra credit, The Shining, Fonzo's going to give it this later, and mm. I'm going to double down on that. Oh, uh, and he's going to give it a dollar, and Harley's going to give it a dollar. Hope you guys have a great week, and I am excited to hear who... Uh, comes up with some really cool accents,
1: and hopefully this round is over soon so that I can start participating again, because I'm bored. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Damn. That gun's been thrown down. Or should I say axe? Uh,
2: well, she didn't do that great, because she doubled down on the Slater, but then she didn't get no points for the, everything else, so... Right. She gets two points, so that's up to 27. So let's see what Reed does. Because I feel like
1: Reed might know. If he drops a Jack Nicholson voice on us. Oh, boy. I'm going to fall oh, in love yeah. with them again.
0: Or a Tony voice.
1: Oh. Oh. Okay, Tony. This ain't the Tony's podcast, all right? <laughs> get, get, quick, can you just refer to yourself as your... <laughs> Did you get a king out of that? I was telling Tony, huh? Yeah. 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 Tony, right, boys. It's Jack here.
4: Yeah.
3: Um this week we're gonna be talking about the shining because well Fonzo went to some place and did something and took some photos and he wants to talk about it. Anyways <laughs> The Shining is one of my favorite films because Jeez. I get to go batshit crazy on some chick. <laughs> The uh,
0: <laughs> he's, he's being Jack. you got to go yeah, crazy yeah, on absolutely. some chick. Exactly. I think he just couldn't remember her name. <laughs> he called her a so Some chick.
3: <laughs> the director really wanted me to go to town, so that's what I did. Anyway, you boys, you'll probably give this film a slayer. All three of you. <gasps> Harley <gasps> will give this a slayer. Tony, will give this a Slater. And Fonzo, well, yeah, he'll give this one a Slater. I'm going to double down on all three.
1: Holy shit. Hit every sounder button you got, Tony.
0: Holy shit. He just maxed it out. Yeah. Max points.
1: What's the, what, the most points he can get? Most points Accent, he can get. Well, Slaters, they, double down. What,
2: it, what, more importantly, what that did is it gave him a huge lead. Whoa. Here's Reed. Cause he gets, <laughs> he gets the six points for the double down Slaters. He gets the bonus point for getting all three right. I almost want to give him half a point because the accent kind of sucks, but come on, he scores eight fucking points. Yeah, damn,
0: this asshole's out of control and I can't
2: stop him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the other thing I read too was like uh, Kubrick was feeding Jack Nicholson just cheese sandwiches for like two weeks because he fucking hates it, (laughs) and just to get him into the mood. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, that's remind, remind when he said he's like I had to get in a character I remember seeing that in the trivia. I was like, fuck, that's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> damn, I love when we get fucking max points. That's just great. Yeah, that's I love cool. how he teased that's it cool. too. Like mm. he knew too. He's like, Yeah, I'll um Give him all Slaters. The nice little long pause. And I'm a double down oh, I'm like, Oh, you motherfucker. You you fuck that was fantastic.
3: This is a double-down Slater. This is a certified Slater film.
1: Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for Life. Reed, I mean, Jack. That was awesome. That was... Inc- see? Just like that. Just like that. I love how he doesn't give up on the accents, getting the points, doubling down. But I I love the the, the confidence, too. Like, Tony. Because cause he, was, he was floating around in the high dollar area.
0: Yeah, I was. I was. You know? Yeah. I mean if I would not have talked to you guys and like rem, rem, got reminded of all the little things and little subtleties and the the stories I, yeah yeah I yeah. Yeah. I was definitely on the fence.
1: So you watched it yesterday or today this before no Oh, today, today. okay so it's yeah. still fresh yeah Yeah, it's still fresh nice
0: No and I was I was tainted cuz Laney was like, "Oh, that's a stupid movie. Fuck this shit. This is this is this is a waste of time." I might go. I thought you said she was cleaning. Bed. She was and then she came oh. and sat down and watched it so
1: god damn tony i don't know if this marriage is gonna fucking work
0: that's what i said That's exactly you, what you I said that's right fuck that
1: you're like you know this is about a husband <laughs> killing his wife trying to kill his <laughs> wife and kids right yeah, you didn't take <laughs> you the hit right? oh shit harley harley the grady twins they the two turtles <laughs> oh no <laughs>
0: So <laughs> you should just write
1: Red rum on the door And yes. just walk Not even oh just God. walk away Just start putting shit You would get a
0: heart attack Like I'd write Red rum on the tank
1: Yeah And then yeah The turtle tank Oh
0: my gosh You would fucking See <laughs> They ought How'd that get there Yeah Harley if you've been talking We can't hear you
2: Oh I'm I'm here I'm not I okay. have an interrupt Okay oh, Okay Alright oh,
0: Alright So
1: He's not
2: here Mrs. Laney are we ready for more
0: points? Or
1: Yeah, let's see. I mean, does it really matter? we just fucking...
2: Uh, that's the thing. I mean, he's just... Well, we need to listen to our arts call. Uh. Yeah.
5: Extra credit, the classic, The Shining. Fonzo has been taking the crew and uh, all his cool pictures. So right off the bat, boom, double down Slater. Take it to the hey. bank, baby. The Slater, it's a classic. I love that. My kid's seen it. It's awesome. A few years ago, I got to go to uh, Universal Studios and one of the amazing was The Shining. It was oh. fucking awesome. I'm gonna oh. say MC. I'm gonna say Harley likes those long ass movies. And I'm gonna say he gave it a Slater. Boom, double down, take it to the bank. Oh shit! And MCP always hates old shit. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he gave it a dollar. I, he he oh. gave it a fucking Slater. So hopefully that makes a point. And I also want to take Reed's point. But still him and his fucking fake ass. Kiwi accent. I met that motherfucker. He don't talk like that. But anyways, have a good show, guys. Later.
1: Oh. That is awesome.
2: 19.5. What's that? He oh. has 19.5 points.
1: Where did he start? Where, did he, where was he at in the beginning?
2: Uh, 11. So. So if you double down two Slater's, he got four points, and okay. then he gets, so he gets four points. <clears throat> he gets 15 and a half.
1: So the point, yeah, the, the thing is get them all right, gets that extra bonus point,
2: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will, yeah. I don't know, yeah. Yeah. And then no accident. Yeah. So a, that's. Uh, unfortunately, he's still in did last place with 19 and a half points. Damn. D is uh, very close at 21. Hey, Angie,
1: hey, I thought he would have taken the lead after that one. Damn.
2: Angie, 27 points. Well did I I might have just missed <clears throat> I might have said the wrong name. Art 19 and a half, Donaldo 21 points. Angie 27 and Reed 31. <laughs> oh man.
1: Wow. We're 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 in week 5, right? This week 5? Yeah, next what week is
2: the championship.
1: Unless Reed gets complete squadush on both of them, I can't see him losing at this point, right?
2: Uh, No, four points is not a huge, lead. Not if a huge he got, lead. If he scored one or two points a movie next week and Angie gets all three and then gets that bonus point, that's four points. That She's only down by four. So You,
1: you think she getting a little cocky, Got might have uh, her in the ass?
2: yeah anything's possible I don't know but but uh yeah Reed just just kicked crushed it think about it this way uh
0: huh we're in week five right now right Mm it's two weeks that's two homeworks or two assignments two points per week that she she gave up on by not having an accent yeah exactly that's ten points Yeah. yeah that were a given so whatever yeah. points she has now, add ten to it. That's what she would have been. Ooh. kick it while she's down, Tony. <laughs> I'm just saying she Watch would have that. she would have been okay. in the lead. Yeah. So I mean it's. Yeah.
1: Hey Tony, hey, Harley, do you give out points for people that actually do call in? <laughs> I fuck, you. I fuck you with your <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man, that was a good round, man. That was great. good. Yeah, that, was, very that good. was really good. Yeah, I um. Oh, I love that. Like I said, after, after it was all said, I'm like, I man, I can't wait to discuss this movie. This was a really fun one to be discussing right here. Just everyone had different takes, but I I was, I feel like me and uh, Tony Ray, we were on the same bra- uh, wavelength right there. But I was with you too, hardly after I finished it. But then after, t- you know, doing some research, I'm, I was right there with Tony. So, but performances out of contra.
0: Yeah, performances were, were
1: top notch. Oh, fucking top. Yeah, I mean. I don't think Shelly Duvall, she, she, like, dude, she, dude, the, on the trivia, she was, like, she went through, like, hair loss through, like, uh...
0: Really? She, you know, that I'm much foster. stress?
1: Oh, dude, yeah, uh, I can find it. Because you guys got homework next credit, right? Yeah. So, yeah, Shelly Duvall suffered from nervous exhaustion throughout filming, including physical illness and hair loss. Fuck. Yeah, don't tell me, he fucking put it through the ringer, bro. Yeah. So it's funny. So after we're talking about it, I was like, I was looking up the locations, you know, of what they use for the uh, the exterior. So this, the Stanley Hotel in Estes, Colorado, that's where Stephen King stayed at when he came up with the idea of The Shining at room two seventeen. So obviously that room gets booked out for like ever. <coughs> so I watched a special on it, and um, like a USA or one of those morning shows, news shows. They talked. About, they went there, and they said like. 50% of people like, that love the movie, they go go there. <laughs> Other people are like just, you know, it was designed for like the wealthy people to go there. But they have like ghost tours at night. They have a Halloween themed ball. And in fact, they even make a little mini maze in, for the shiny in, in front of the hotel. Um, but the the exterior look was in this one place in Oregon. Um, where was it at? I was just looking it up. It was like um, the, Timberland, the Timberland Lodge on Mount Hood in Oregon. It's up, up to Harley's area there. Mm. Um, that's what they use for the the exterior, the outside. So so, so I was like, hey, Amy's like, hey, I've always wanted to go to Oregon and Colorado. I'm like, perfect. She's like, you know, when the kids are older and they're like, oh, where did you guys go for family trips? Uh, horror locations, horror filming locations. <laughs> he's like, so what is there to look, what is it to do, I, I, I'm, uh, you know, around there? I'm like, I don't know. I just want to picture in front of those two places. Like, I don't, Maybe there's some skiing or something, you know? <laughs> uh like look free wi-fi kid-friendly restaurant and bar what else do you need right but so, yeah even the picture has like a bunch of snow all around it dude it's crazy yeah
2: there's lots of places that you know mm-hmm. covered
1: in snow. Yeah. For- so maybe we'll stop by your house harley before we hey. get there absolutely yeah oh. yeah what do you guys got what do you guys got
2: Uh, I have homework, right? Correct. So uh, yeah, we were talking about Jack Nicholson at the beginning of the review. And we were talking about, like, what was he doing before this that, you know, that we were like, oh, he's, you know, he could be this sociopath, obviously. Uh, we we'd watched Chinatown. That was back, that was earlier, 1974. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he wasn't. He's got a ton of IMDb stuff. Going on in the late seventies, early or late seventies, mid late seventies, like he was pretty, pretty active. Uh, nothing you'd be familiar with. Uh, the only thing that would give you the hint that he could be a talented sociopath was in nineteen seventy five. And we this is another one. I don't know if it was on the homework, but I watched this five six years ago. One flew over the cuckoo's nest, nineteen seventy five. So uh, he's he's crazy. In that movie, never seen and, it. Oh, so I must have just watched it on my own, mm. watching or something like that. Eight point seven on IMDb. You should check that one out. Um, and because Is why Credit
1: or the homework?
2: No, no, no. I got homework. Um, but I know nobody's seen this one either. Uh, Going South, nineteen seventy-eight, directed by Jack Nicholson.
0: Mm.
1: star
2: stars Mary Bergen. Christopher Lloyd.
1: Whoa, fucking Back to the Future three.
2: John Belushi. Danny oh, DeVito. It's a comedy. <laughs> uh it is a comedy crime romance.
1: Oh man, it's all Western twos all right in my red dead fucking.
2: wheelhouse. point three on IMDB. So all right. but
1: Look at that picture too. What are, there you go, Tony. Yep. Crazy Jackface.
0: Crazy Jackface. <laughs>
1: That'd be a band name right there. <laughs>
2: Crazy Jackface. Now he directed a movie called The Two Jakes in nineteen ninety. Interesting. Oh, it's the sequel to Chinatown.
1: Okay. Comedy crime romance. Hmm. Alright. Cohen South. Interesting. Huh. Very cool. All right. What do you got, Tony?
0: Uh, a big old yawn. Uh, the next <laughs> three days. <laughs> oh, no, uh, no. Yeah. yeah.
2: I kind of spoiled h- my review of that.
0: Yeah, if anyone is paying attention.
2: Yeah. I hope they weren't. They probably weren't because every time I talk, people stop paying attention.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Watch now on Prime Video. Yeah. All
2: right. Cool. I made Chris watch this a couple of years ago. Yeah. Cool.
1: All right, that'll do that. And then, did you, did you want to talk about the point system?
2: Well, or? have we this? We had this huge shakeup, so now I'm kind of wondering if we don't.
0: Yeah. No, let's make wait. it. Make it next season.
2: Yeah. yeah we'll start the next season. Perfect. Um, in which case, we'll tell you about it next week. Yeah.
0: So stick <laughs> around. We'll just uh, hint that it involves uh gambling.
1: Oh, there you go.
2: Yeah, nice. We took some some uh, recommendations from everyone involved. All the party. Recommendations from Angie, the champion.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Took some recommendations from D, who doesn't call because his phone doesn't work, or maybe <laughs> he's dying. That's one or the other. I can't remember. Um and we, and we threw all of
0: good. them out and came up with our own shit So
1: exactly came up with our own <laughs> that's right <Interesting>. pretty much
0: <laughs> so stay tuned for that yeah stay tuned alright
1: yeah. should make it it should make it very interesting alright alright how was your guys weekend what y'all do I'm curious about uh, let I'll go first because mine was really chill um, once we uh, once the weekend kicks in we don't have anything planned last week. We did a bunch of stuff. So this weekend one just to chill. So on Saturday, we got up early. Oh no, actually, no, we got to sleep in. Actually, everyone got to sleep in. Well, me and Amy, kids were up early. Um, so we went to the gym earlier in the afternoon, came back home and then Amy got to watch, uh, her, uh, the kids load her new, her new niece, Mallory, Matt and Melanie had a little kid. She's two months old. So she got to watch her for a little bit. Um, on Saturday I finally got to play some Red Dead so I, I cranked up a lot of chapters that game was amazing that game is just incredible it's unbelievable um, and then on Sunday today the sun was out, it was blue skies, it was a nice day I'm like let's go to the pool and once we get there there's nobody there, once we got there a bunch, other, a bunch of people started coming in and we're like damn and then it starts getting cold, it starts getting gray clouds and we're like what the hell, what happened so we just chilled and uh, came home and uh it was super chill again and uh yeah that was it so super just super easy chill weekend like i said thursday i went to see the movie um but other than that it's chill the fourth of july coming up i will probably do something then but for now it's chill oh reed had a question on messenger actually
0: oh right uh,
1: i want to answer that real quick um best mm. camp- what was it best camping story
0: Right, I I, I, I thought of that
1: because it was going to lead into Harley's weekend, I thought. Right. And then, no, I did not have sex with Kevin Bacon. I did not, Reed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What the fuck's that about? What did I miss about fucking Kevin Bacon?
1: Oh, oh, because Reed said, Question for tonight's cast What's your best camping story? And Art put a picture of Welcome to Camp Crystal Lake Ah. from Fred the 13th. He's like, I have a feeling this is Fonzo's. And then that's when Reed said, Did he have sex with Kevin Bacon? That's where that's from. Oh, uh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, yeah. Any good camping stories, Tony? Have you ever gone camping, Tony?
0: Not since I was. Well, I mean, not really <laughs> camping. I mean, when I was like, what, 12, 13, I went camping with uh, my current boss. Um, really? He's a friend of the family. And I think it was down at Mission Bay. Um, and then we went out uh, and tried to water ski i water faced <laughs> so <laughs> that was that was the end of my camping <laughs>
1: so if you only got camping one that's your camping story
0: that's my camping story but yeah. i went to 2015 i went to a rave it was a one one day event and you can camp the night before um so we we took it, we had a tent, and we went, and we camped, so you know we slept in the tent for one night. there you go, so it kind of counts that's camping, yeah, but yeah, it did like if you don't if you don't it it feels like if you're not if you don't burn one of you know take one of those little burners and and cook beans out of a steel. I feel like you're not not really camping.
1: I'm camping on Red Dead all the time, and I'm cooking food. I'm hunting, (laughs) hunting animals. I just killed a bison for the first time.
0: Oh, nice! Yeah, that's a lot. I couldn't get back into that game. I played it once, up to like I played maybe ten hours. And and I when you when I when I get in a free roam game, Mm -hmm. I get lost in the game. Like I don't even I don't play the main storyline. Yes, no, so that's what's asking your problem. Yeah, I didn't stick to the storyline, and I went off and hunted pheasants and like, <laughs> like I was all of like like skinning shit over, over the, and then I went back into it, and I had no idea where I was, and I'm like, how do I get back? How do I get back to my story, camp? Your, how do I get back to map, the story? Dude. I was like, ah, forget it. Ah, see. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Ah, uh, get, get back but
1: yeah I, I i see i'm i'll be on my horse and somebody like, please help me and i'm like no just keep going keep going i've read <laughs> I, I read that you'll get really? jacked you know uh... i go out to help him and it's too and all these guys will pull their guns out on me so i'm like nope i'll, I'll run around with the, my horse first and see if he's by himself and if he is like there's this one guy he's on full-on pinstripes he's a, he's, a, he's a jailbird I'm like, come on man just help me shoot these shackles up. You, just, you just gotta shoot so i shoot the ground i think i hurt his foot because he's all limping and I'm like, you know what? Fuck this guy. That guy's a fucking criminal. Fuck that. So I hogtie his ass, throw him in the back of my horse, go back to the town where I just left, take him to the sheriff, throw him in the cell, and got some, got money for it.
0: What? So like, oh,
1: cool. Yeah. See? So, All good. Right. so but yeah. Um, yeah, I moved from a different camp. Now I'm back by the swamp. We actually got a house. And, uh, dude, the fucking bank robbery. Dude, when you, when you go on shootouts, Tony. Phew, it's like the wild west like you thinking, you know you're like dude i want to i want to jump on a stagecoach and rob it i want to rob a bank right i want to flee on a horse like you get all that dude there's one mission that denal has been like bugging me for like weeks did you you get to this mission yet at the end of chapter two did you get to it you'll know when you get there and i'm like once i got there the music was intensifying and it was just a huge fucking shoot it reminded me of like the ending of Django and chain you know or he just has a huge huge shootout in that house Oh, dude, yeah. it was fucking glorious. It's cool. like, dude, we can finally just get to shoot a bunch of random fucking dude. Oh, it's great. That is cool. awesome. So, I'm trying to think of my camping. I remember two, there's like two that come to mind when I was younger. We're by the river. We're camping. I'm re- I just remember eating like tuna salad or tuna sandwiches or like what's probably Tostalus, you know? We're Mexican, bro. We, 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 <laughs> we eat yep. I just remember the river water being so fucking cold, you know? I'd be just so used to like the beach or the pool, you know? Like, Going to the river was, like, fucking crazy cold. I'm, and, I, you know, and I usually like don't like to be barefooted anyway, so I'm taking my shoes off, my socks, walking on rocks. Like, I've never been able to, like, my feet in and in, in floor. I, I can't walk on that shit, you know. You see kids, like, in, in like, these towns, you know, where they barely have anything in their shoes, and they're just walking around like it's nothing. I'm, like, tippy to Ah, that's just miserable. And there's huge bugs, mosquitoes. You know, they like to fly around by the water. We're just like, oh, just, you know, that's, that's what I remember. But I just remember being, like, you know, getting the tent and being outside—it's just you know you're like, ooh we're, we're camping. Then I remember another time too that was probably a lot more fun was in like San Felipe, like by the beach. You know, you're you're sleeping on the sand. Uh, you got your tent. You hear the water crash in the back. And you get you got the fire. I remember hanging out with my cousins. We had fire. All the all the kids were hanging around, and uh, all the older kids had quads and ATVs, so they just running around in sand dunes up this big huge cliff. I remember my uncle taking one of my cousins ATV and he's, and he's riding and riding and riding. He gets kind of stalled up. He, he slows down a little bit and he starts to floor it and he kind of, he flipped backwards. So I was like, Oh shit. So I remember my cousins running up there and uh, helping him. Like, luckily it's just all that real nice sand. So it didn't really hurt. He was okay. Mm-hmm. But I just remember that. And then I remember them taking their old like tr- trucks and my cousin had old Bronco. they were just driving it up. It was so much fun. That's like, that's the one that comes cool. up to mind. So that's, uh, but haven't done it in a long time. I think it's undue to take the kids. You know, maybe when they're a little older, I think they might be ready to go. Just start something small. You know, maybe like here by the beach here in La Jolla or something. Have yeah, like that Indian reservation or something like that. Maybe I'll try that. But, um, but but I was telling me, hey, what do we have for camp? She goes nothing. Like, yeah, she said, maybe we'll have to hold on for a while. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I mean, Harley can just he can tell us right now. Like, how much shit do you bring? What do you? What's your preparation like?
2: Oh, it, there's a name for what we do. It's called oh. glamping.
1: <laughs> oh, you one of those, huh? I just I heard that. Know. I heard that term like recently. A guy was like, "Yeah, we went out camping." Like, Well, who wouldn't we really call it camping? We call it glamping. I'm like, what the
2: fuck is glamping? Like,
1: I kind of figured what it meant, but it was just funny that he, like, he said that. I'm like, and I are saying I, it.
2: I bring a eight thousand pound fifth wheel that has a memory foam queen size mattress in it oh for my Christmas. God. It has a refrigerator with a freezer that holds my ice cream. It has an air conditioner. It has a huge battery bank. I bring a generator with me. I bring 60 gallons of fresh water. I bring, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I bring a, you know, it, I bring my house. I don't, it's, it, it's called yeah. camping, but it ain't camping. Yeah. I just, I bring a house with me to a camp site.
1: How long does the generator go? Do you leave it on all night? or
2: I don't need to. I don't ever have to run my generator because I have such a large battery bank.
1: Oh, really? On your yeah. truck?
2: No, the, the battery bank is on the trailer, not the truck.
1: Okay. And what do you have plugged into, like the fridge and stuff? And...
2: No, the fridge actually is run off propane. Oh, okay. Which is, I know it's insane, but it's run off propane. Hmm. So the propane creates like a little pilot light and then the pilot light creates, um, well, it doesn't create, but it makes a chemical like evaporate. And then when it recondenses, it creates a cooling effect, so to speak. And it removes the heat out of the refrigerator. Yeah. Look up RV refrigerator. It's a trip. It can be run off a electric as well, but we're camping. We don't have, um, Unlimited electricity, so it's run off propane. We also have a hot water heater that's run off propane, so I get to take showers in my RV because mm. I have a bathroom and a flushable toilet. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it's You're really a, rough, it, aren't you?
2: No, there's no, so there's, and because I've roughed it a lot. I mean, I've I've literally camped off a motorcycle where. I slept on the ground with a pad and a tent and just enough food that I could carry in my pocket. I mean, I have roughed it and I'm too old for that shit. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't want to sleep on the floor. The problem, here's the problem. <clears throat> we don't, you don't realize when you get old, and Fonzo, you're the oldest of the three of us. Thank you. Lay down on the floor for eight hours. Mm -hmm. Just lay on the floor for eight hours. Good for your back. And then try to get up. Just get up. Good for your back. Just get up after you've been laying on the floor for eight hours. It's a nightmare just to get off the ground. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, sleeping on the ground sucks. (laughs) And that's where you sleep when you camp. You sleep on the fucking ground. At best, you're sleeping on an air mattress, which is six inches off the ground. Yeah. I mean, it, it just sucks. It, you know? And then you got to get up and you got to crawl out of a fucking tent because you drank too much beer the night before. So you're having to fucking get up and pee three times and it's fucking cold outside because you don't have a heater. Oh fuck all that. <laughs> just spend your hard-earned money on a trailer and tow it to wherever you want to go. And that's what we do. Oh. And it's fucking glorious because <laughs> you get all the the relaxing parts of camping, like where we were gone, where we were there, I didn't get any cell phone coverage. Um, we walked around this lake that was really nice. Um, and then there was like this one spot where I got one bar and so like the messenger updated like 20 you know, 20 messages and I got a bunch of emails. but then it I lost the perception again. You know so, um, uh, yeah camping is an interesting thing. Uh, it's very America it's very west coast um, I, you can't put your finger on what's enjoyable about camping um, just getting away from sort of the nine to five the grind. Um, if you don't do it a lot if you don't do it on a regular basis it can be a lot of work. If you have kids, you have to, you know, mm-hmm. bring all the camping shit and pots and pans and cooking. And it can be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're going to camp on a regular basis, you have you sort of set aside a couple big storage totes with camping supplies in it. And then when you go camping, you just throw that shit in the car. And so you have all that kind of stuff. Um, But the truth is tent camping has its place and for me i don't want to tent camp with little kids uh, because little kids want to be entertained little kids want their way of life they don't want to be like uncomfortable and so you kind of have to dance for kids you know so like for you fonzo i wouldn't be in a hurry to go tent camping with the with the oh. twins and crew, it would just, it, you, the, the amount of work that would go into it, you know, prepping the food and, mm-hmm. you know, Dan, I want this or I want that, or, you know, and it's nothing okay. against your kids. It's just kids in general. Yeah. Um,
1: well, I'm looking at these places where it's like a camp land where it's got like a, you know, restaurant a game room, like arcades and. Well, and
2: yeah, and you have that kind of stuff and, 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 and that's, you know, tries, it tries to pre cross that, um, you know, we, you need to do well. See, you guys don't have a truck, so, right. um, so, and like uh, RVing is incredibly popular up here mm-hmm. because everybody has property. Everybody has a spot big enough to park an RV. I mean, imagine if I said, "Here is a motor. Here is a, a full-size van that that is twenty-seven feet long." And then you hook that up to a truck and tow it. Where are you going to park that? <laughs> You're going to have a driveway big enough to park a 27 foot anything. Yeah. And most people in the city don't have means to store that. They're going to store it at a storage unit, right. and that costs. That's going to cost you fifty bucks a month just to store the goddamn. You
1: have rent. a lot of parking in your house, huh? Well, I got plenty. I got
2: a fucking yeah. I'm yeah. um, like you know, so I can park a boat and an RV on my property and and <laughs> have all the have all the room in the world so um and so it's very popular up here um also that a lot of retired people are into rving and so Mm -hmm. a lot of retired people up here so um camping and rvs is a whole different ball game from tent camping um there's a lot of money up front from from, you know, I mean, our, our RV cost is $6,000. Yeah. So that's, you know, come up with $6,000. You're going to buy another car, I mean, basically, that just sits there, mm-hmm. you know. And then if you're not going to use it, it's literally just going to sit there in your driveway and, you know, yeah. collect dust. So um, it's not for everybody. Um, the more Chris and I do it, the more we love it. Mm-hmm. I We had an amazing weekend. We left on Friday, we came back earlier today. Um, it, it just, it it's sort of a break from the, not the monotony of
1: all that uh-huh. hardcore rap.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a little bit out of control. We did some kayaking. We did nice. some hiking. We did some wine drinking. Okay. Maybe we did a lot of wine drinking. <laughs> um, Chris's coworker, uh, and her family went. And so they were in the camp site next to us. All oh, right on. And so they had an RV, of course. And so we spent a lot of time, sh- you know, shooting the shit with them and drinking beer and barbecuing. They had some tri tip, you know. You play, those,
1: you play those games that you throw that uh, you got to throw the sack in that little hole. What's it called cornhole? No, shit.
2: no. But but uh, uh, that kind of stuff's popular. Yeah, okay. just gotta keep you occupied. Um, you know, I, I'm at the age now where I don't mind kind of being bored. <laughs> you know, I put a really nice stereo in our RV. I mean, mm-hmm. I got six speakers, a subwoofer, like, <laughs> Chris, laughed, Chris laughed, but, like, electronics are really cheap nowadays, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I bought one of those, like, cheap, like, dual head units for, you know, a car that cost 25 bucks, and it came with two speakers, and I had a subwoofer, a, a non-powered passive subwoofer from an you're old... You're
1: bumping this, what you saying. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> so you has got the music
2: playing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what are um, you playing though? Oh just do my dance music, my sets, you know, my boring ass dance music, as Laney would put it. <laughs> Soft ass shit.
1: Exactly.
2: Altron, yeah, shit. <laughs> um you know, we got recliner chairs in the R V. We watched the family we watched I am Mother at the movie at the in the uh R V um over the weekend. So how do you do that? we have a TV? I have a 32 inch LCD TV in my RV. Man, you really fucking
1: <laughs> living it rough, huh? <laughs>
2: that's what I'm saying. It's clamping. I, I know. That's what's so mean. funny. You park a house out in the woods. Yeah,
1: pretty much. That, that's what. Yeah, exactly.
2: You 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 park a small house. I mean, we all lived in you know little one bedroom apartments this is a studio apartment on yeah. wheels. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, Mazzy, uh, we brought Mazzy and we brought Adron and Sophia, which is her friends from down in Dunsmuir. They're sort of, they, they kind of grew up with with the sisters. So we brought them and they actually slept in a tent. The kids wanted to sleep in a tent. So I was like, yeah, fun. So, uh, it was warm enough. So Nice. But I nice. have a, central heater and a central air conditioner on set trailer. Of
1: so, you do. Look, at you. Look at you. You can't even say without fucking laughing.
2: I mean, it's just insane. It's insane. Yeah. You,
1: know? you, you, uh, you, you uh, sing Kumbaya? You make s'mores?
2: Uh, we did do s'mores. We did have a fire last night. Mm-hmm. Um, only where are, because,
1: where yeah. are the pictures at? You don't
2: take pictures? I took a bunch of pictures. I didn't post it because I didn't have internet. Oh. And when I got home, I too lazy to post the pictures. Well oh, oh, yeah. I did post a picture of the RV. Right, right. So that's the outside looking in.
1: Yeah. So. I want to see you with like a bathrobe and slippers just fucking hanging out there.
2: <laughs> Chilling at the <laughs> so. Yeah.
5: So
1: all right on man, cool. Yeah. Well that's awesome. I yeah. guess yeah, you had that, you you'd live in an area where you can go there nearby and do all that stuff, which is really cool.
2: We went to a beautiful lake. It was a forty minute drive.
1: My... that's nothing. Wait.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So, well, yeah, I mean, like, um, yeah, just to get away for the weekend, a couple of days, you know, to take the kids somewhere new. Like, like, Angie just went to San Francisco, you know, took the kids there. Like, um, it, uh, it's just, you know, you got to do stuff. You got to make memories, you know. Only little for so long. And uh, you got these long holidays. You got to take advantage sometimes. So, you got anything planned for the 4th? Or
2: is that a spoiler? Uh, no, we don't. Um... We don't, we're not big on, on July. Fourth of July weekend because it's so crazy, you yeah. know? Yeah. I love so, to see,
1: like, reads, uh, I like to see Art's fucking fireworks show. He should go on Facebook Live or some shit on the Messenger so he can see that shit live. Yeah. So he doesn't die. What about you? tell you got a rave going on? Fourth? Anything going on?
0: Nothing special, actually. Yeah, we may actually have a rave. Right. Nice. Uh let's see. July Mur- Mur- July Oh, nothing on the actual fourth, but that weekend That weekend? I think we have something. Right oh Cool man. That's I think that's gonna
1: wrap it up, I think, right?
0: Yeah. Good. yeah. Nobody nobody cares what I did.
1: No, oh you, you hadn't said it yet. No, no, we—I was one I thought the well, hearty took so goddamn long. I thought you had already went. My bad. It was my fault. dude? Yeah, yeah, dude, you were in fucking forever.
0: Well, he had to answer <laughs> the question about camping.
1: Yeah, but he went on for god knows how long. <laughs> a whole other episode. <laughs> Sorry, asked. Yes. Next time, Reed, we're just gonna give you a Patreon exclusive just for you. All his <laughs> camping is right to you because Tony was nursing a hangover. He was chilling. What
0: happened? So part of my weekend started Friday. Um, Friday morning went to CrossFit. Um, at the end of CrossFit, I decided, oh, let me try. I, I do this after every class. I try to do a muscle up. Friday, I did one. Oh, um, wow. I, I got one. And, uh, yeah, I got my wait, high fives, you know, cheering, wait, 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 blah, blah, blah. Muscle, uh, muscle up is, you say, yeah, you know, yeah. a, you know how you do a pull up to uh-huh. get your chin over the bar?
5: Yeah.
0: A muscle up, you get, you end up with your waist. Above the bar and your arms Whoa. locked
2: out. Just, just you okay. muscle up. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, so that was, that was Friday. Yeah, um, and then no, nothing, nothing really special happened Friday night. We just had our normal panda. No, no, that's not true. Not we had, I mean. we had Applebee's. What? Yeah. Cause Applebee's. So we heard that the Applebee's next to here in San Marcos is going to, it's going to close down. So we're like, let's go just have one more uh one more applebee's meal you know just for fun yeah. so we went and had some drinks had an uh, order steak blah 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 so yeah so i had a had a nice um applebee's date uh friday night and then saturday um went to crossfit again and then went to yoga and then afterwards some people were like hey i heard you got a muscle yeah yeah. Like, yeah blah 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 going to try it again <laughs> i was like yeah yeah i'll try it again failed
1: you're a fucking legend oh really
0: failed It's like, shit. All right. All right. All right. All right. And they're like, okay, just do this. All right. All right. Failed. Fuck. All right. Okay. So I'm just trying to just shake it off, shake it off. I failed like 30 times Mm. and I just kept going and trying and trying. And every different people were trying to help me different because that's what happened Friday. Friday, like I, I, I did a few attempts and my coach was there and she was like, okay, do this, do this, do this. And eventually I got it. I was like, cool. And then, and that. I got it, you know, I just got to reproduce that. Well, I failed to reproduce it on Saturday and, uh, I just kept going and getting more tired and exhausted. and am finally, I'm just like, I'm done, guys. My hands are bleeding. Um, oh, <laughs> cause I ripped them all up. Oh, so, uh, yeah, so that happened. Um,
2: it's real hard on your shoulder, isn't it?
0: Um,
2: it, I've heard it's real hard on shoulders.
0: It can be depending on, it, it depends on how Poorly you kip. So if you're good at maintaining tension through your shoulders, it's not bad. But if you don't do a good job of maintaining tension, it'll you'll kinda whip. And that'll 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 hurt your shoulders. Okay. Um so yeah, so it's it's it can be. It, it can definitely be bad. Um and I have pretty weak shoulders and I I'm not feeling it in my shoulders at all. Um so I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so the, the hands bleeding. Um, so we leave, uh, and, and at, at this point we did pistol squats that morning. So our, we get home, we start, um, just, uh, can't remember what we did in the middle of the day. Um, but we were pretty, pretty out of it. Um, oh, we went for a run and, uh, we were, we were, we were feeling it, uh, because our, our legs were pretty shot, shot from the pistol squats. Um, but that evening, um, a friend of ours invited us over to, well, he was like, Hey, we're going to watch movies. And I'm like, well, I already have my own four hours of movies to watch. So if I can watch one of my homeworks with you, then I'll go. They're like, sure. Come on over. You know, we'll watch, (laughs) we'll watch. I am mother and uh, birdcage is what they wanted to watch. So I was like, all right, fine. That's worth it. Uh, so we go over there. Neither of those movie, movies were watched. Um, we show up and he's already halfway lit. And, uh, and so, we're like, all right, let's start get, start to catch up. You know, we take shots with them, um, have the music going. Oh, and, boy. um, and then a, a f- another friend from work shows up and he's older and he's like more into the older classic rock. And so, um, they start playing that, start playing Queen. Start playing, and and Lainey's like they're everyone's singing, and it's just like just the fucking karaoke night at the guy's place. No movies are being watched. <laughs> um, at one point, uh, I ended up taking over DJ, and I'm pulling up music, and Laney's like, "Hey, pull up Tenacious D." I'm like, all right, cool. Pull up Tenacious D. They're all singing, and then she, and then um, they're like, Laney's like, "I've never actually seen it. Never actually seen it. Throw that <laughs> shit on." So we ended up watching t- uh, the Pick of Destiny. <laughs> that was the movie. Did see we an extra. So I did see an extra, but I just totally forgot. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I spent the whole time just fucking filming them, man. Like it, it was a it was it was fun to watch them, um, like the karaoke and give rage out. You know, like a yeah. rock out. They were rocking out for sure. Lainey and our our friend Ryan, they were just belting out all the songs. Cause, so so what happened was Lainey as a kid. Um she found her brother's uh soundtrack to the movie. So oh, okay. she never watched the movie, she just listened to the soundtrack. So she oh. knew all, all the songs. Oh, just had no idea what the fuck happened in the movie. So right. so that was kinda cool. Uh um, yeah,
1: you watch and hear all the songs, you're like, Hey I know this.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that so that was fun. And then afterwards uh the two other guys left and it was just us three ravers ragers so we started throwing on some skrillex and and i started djing and throwing on some more music and and just kind of it was it was a pretty fun night um we ended up leaving it around 11 o'clock um and we were drinking we were like the guy was the guy was shit-faced he was gone he was he was he was at the uh i love you i love you i love you phase of being drunk um oh, yeah. you know just constantly <laughs> wobbling and saying i love you guys um <laughs> So, uh, but we, I like, we were drinking with them, but I didn't feel anything. Like I didn't feel buzzed. I didn't feel drunk. I know Lainey was buzzed. Cause that's the only reason she, that's the only way she would sing. Um, <laughs> woke up this morning and I'm like, what the fuck? I only slept four hours. <laughs> Damn it. I thought it was only. I thought it only happened if I felt the buzz. And oh, since man. I didn't feel a buzz, I figured oh, I'm not going to get hit. Like, nope, I got hit four hours. And so I go and uh, play Pokemon in the in the living room at four in the morning until I get, sl- try to get sleepy again. And then it hit me, like I, I felt it war, wear off and got hit with the, uh, with a hangover. Like, I was like, ah, oh, there it is. Like, you know, that, that haze, and the, yeah. like the slight headache. It's oh. like, ah, fucking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, screw it. I'll power through it and went to CrossFit and try to do muscle ups again failed another 30 times. So, um, yeah. So one thing that happened yesterday, um during my muscle up attempts was on the last one, the one I finally gave up on, I ended up slamming my chest into the bar, but not in a way that I ended up on top of the bar. So I just smacked it and then bounced off and knocked the wind out of myself. So I was like, yeah, I'm done. Today my chest hurts so bad and like Anytime I use my arms, it kind of like pulls on my sternum, and it, it sharp, sharp pain. Um, oh. it, I wasn't feeling it before I went to CrossFit this morning and tried the muscle ups, but it, I guess just uh, going in and working out some more irritated the area, and so I feel like I've been dying all day, just like right in the right in the the, the Iron Man spot. And I was like, "There's a, there's a pain <laughs> right in the middle, man." Oh no. So that's my day, and so right yeah, so right in the art reactor, yeah, exactly, right in the art reactor. Oh, um, man. And so I took it, and just chilled the rest of the day, and nice. just watched movies, and 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 that's that's kind of lines up with the uh, the story earlier about watching um, uh, The Shining. It's like right. yeah, I just need to not move for a couple hours. Yep. So. <laughs>
1: That's my oh, yeah, it Looks hand. like you didn't have to do much, right? You could you could lie down there. And do yeah, that. yeah. I that's mean, hard. I
0: cleaned I cleaned the turtle tank. I helped clean the turtles, and that sucked because um, you know using my hands, like I'm constantly flexing oh. all the muscles in that area, and it pulls on my sternum. I was like, "Fuck, that hurts." So yeah, I could play I could play the switch because that's just my fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Okay, as long as you can do that. So at least I could do that. Nice. Yeah. Good. <laughs>
1: Well, hopefully next week you'll be... Uh, I'll be a muscle-up pro next week. No worries. Uh, there you go. Oh, yeah.
0: shit. Shit. Uh, I'm not going to the- be in town next Sunday. Okay. So we'll have to go on Tuesday. All right. And... um okay. Yeah, I'm going, I'm, going to, I'm going to Texas. Oh, shit.
2: Yeah. What well, are you going to Texas for?
0: There's a keto convention. Wow.
2: A keto convention?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, they do make so what are well, they going to tell you um, not to eat? carbohydrates?
0: I'm confused. There's a a lot of uh. Spoiler there's heart, a heart. lot of yeah yeah I I'll, I'll I'll tell you next week.
2: Yeah. All right. Next <laughs> week.
1: We're on to your horses. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. That's going to wrap up 458 of the Exciting Bad Boys podcast. We got a new point leader, so watch out. <laughs> Shit. It looks like it's going to go down to the last week again, which is pretty awesome. Mm. I think that's going to be great. Um we just randomly rented all these movies. I am Mother. Currently playing on Netflix. If you want to check it out? It's on there. The Certified Dollar and The Shining. If you haven't seen it in a while, um, if you just randomly have, happen to have a DVD in your house, not me that you borrow one. Or um, so I don't think it's streaming anywhere. Um, yeah, it is. yeah, that's the Certified Slater right there. We haven't had one in a long time, so it's, yeah, it's kind of nice well. to hear. So it's kind of nice to hear that. And uh, so, if you voted Certified Slater and Double Down, congratulations. Um, so next week we got. Uh, Oh, whatever, yeah. we got headed uh, down next three days and going south or going south in the next three days right. so stay tuned for that and uh, thanks for listening thanks for calling really appreciate it stay tuned we're going to crown a new champion next week the boy final day we ride together Harley we die together
0: MCP bad boys for life